This episode is brought to you by my wonderful patrons. I'd like to give special shout outs to my top tier patrons, David from Portland, Tom from Pancake Analytics, Leo, the Snorlaxian, Connor from Rock Pokemon, Mike, and Night Night. Thank you so much for believing in me and backing the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and you'd like to support these episodes, become a patron. I have two tiers at $3 and $5 a month. Joining the first tier gives you exclusive access to patron posts and a vintage card from my collection signed by myself. The $5 tier gives you access to everything you get in the $3 tier, along with also having access to our Discord community. It gives you the opportunity to talk to myself and other collectors, discuss market performance and news, show off your mail days, and then of course, ask questions. Ask them all. It's a great place to do it. But whether you join or not, either way, I appreciate you listening. Hello and welcome to the Geeked Out Collecting Podcast, where we apply financial and investing principles to our favorite hobby collectibles like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, comic books, Fortnite cards, you name it, we do it all. And in today's episode, I bring on one of my favorite guests, Joel from Modern Card One, back on the show because we wanted to talk about all the developments that we've been seeing with Fortnite cards and where we think that market is going. So I think there's a lot of very cool things that we talk about, a lot of great takeaways. We've obviously been really enjoying the growth, so we hope that it continues to be growth in a very organic way rather than in a hyped way, which is, you know, always a possibility. But we want to continue to educate everyone on Fortnite and hobby collectibles, so I think uh, there will be a lot of good things here that you will enjoy. And Be sure to stick around to the very end because Joel actually talks about the different Fortnite boxes and what to expect from those boxes in terms of the cards for Series 1. So, for example, Mega Boxes, which come with your Ice Shards, versus the Hobby Boxes that don't have the Ice Shards. So, obviously, this is an audio format, so it might be a little bit hard to visualize or know exactly what we're talking about. So... What I will do is in the show notes also link to the YouTube version of the podcast so you can actually visually see the boxes that he's showing me and it kind of explaining and going through what to expect from each box so that you are educated and that you know what to expect, Um, especially if you are in the market right now to invest in the Series 1's cards specifically the sealed product so um but yeah seriously let's talk about freaking Fortnite. i mean the listings that we saw that just ended that i sent you that one went oh crap i can't remember the price now it was Uh, like three thousand three hundred something three thousand something literally at the end i was sitting there and i was watching it and of course you know shit pops up at the end yep because it was 1600 pretty much the whole time and then i was i was waiting for something to happen that's why i sent it to you earlier this week yeah i had a feeling i was like this one's gonna be good man oh man and you're right you're 100 percent right that was so awesome and to be honest i think they got a fairly decent deal too i mean some of that stuff i mean just those promo cards alone they're nuts <laughs> Yeah, honestly, um, it was really hard to tell in the picks how good the promo cards were. 
-hmm. it was really hard it looked like a corner or two was kind of messed up a little bit but i mean you were still getting a mega box you were still getting the uh, hobby box that came with the promo and then like a random uh those little purple boxes i can't remember yeah those i'm not sure i know those are retail i mean you can tell they're at least u.s print which is you know what people want and then um there's also that binder i think involved in it i couldn't mm -hmm. so you know i was really sad about the binder because the binder was cool but when i got mine i noticed that it didn't have enough pages to fit mm -hmm. all 300 cards i'm like what the hell come yeah. on no joke because i got i got this one and uh i mean they got cards when i bought it from them that cards one through 200 oh. and i was hoping i could you know start to do the rest of them i was actually pretty excited about that because i'm in pretty good shape but mm -hmm. um yeah you kind of run out of space pretty quickly on that i mean you got like one extra page and then it's it's gone from there mm -hmm. what what is that up to now that, that's only up to 200 right there yep this is yep. one through okay. 200 um and you know, even the thought of trying to complete this thing is <laughs> slipping by the day. Because yeah. uh, I mean, there's no way you're finishing the legendary or the hollow unless you get lucky, lucky, unless lucky. Unless you get real lucky, yeah. Because I mean, everything just got absorbed up by collections really quick. I mean, mm -hmm. there's not much on the market. I'm looking at a um, at a at a nine uh, BGS. Uh, this is the Black Knight hollow but not the cracked hollow and right now it's at sitting at 2300 so is it um, graded yeah yeah it's graded bgs9 Ooh. one pop us printing but i have been seeing so when i do searches now instead of seeing the english or the us printing I, like i'm seeing the italian printing and i have to make sure to pay attention because i'm still learning to identify because if i if they don't show that 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 picture up on the bottom that tells me you know i have a hard time so yeah you gotta be really careful learning. i think at least with the ice cards there is a little bit of a difference to the ice pattern um you can see on the the background i don't know you have to just i think there's a lux up right now with the cracked ice lux and uh, you could tell it's not U.S. It's just something different about the way the, the shatter is um, opposed to the U.S. cards. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, it's very subtle. It's not something you'd really, you'd only really notice it if you were looking at the stuff all the time, trying to like find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the other day I was on one of the uh, Fortnite Facebook groups. Are you Are you on any of those? I am. I just don't hop onto Facebook all that often. I usually spend mm -hmm. most of my time on Instagram. I mean, I got a pr pretty busy schedule. So mm -hmm. Instagram is uh, usually the quickest um, and what I found to be the most enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably spend the most time on Instagram, but every now and then I'll try to hop on to Fortnite because two years ago I was on there much more often. Um, and just looking at those collections and multiples of all the hollows, you know, in in the lux in the uh, in the cracked ice in the base it was just man those collectors over there there's one collector in yes. particular that i'm trying to get on the podcast because he's just a collector in general of everything there has to be absolute whales now of people holding this fortnite product i mean because we talked about it before you know series one it came out nobody i knew was looking at it i mean i know that there was kids opening the stuff which in hindsight, a lot of the stuff's probably ruined because uh, it was really just kids <laughs> opening it. You know, there was it was always on the shelf, uh, mm -hmm. Series 1. And, you know, mm -hmm. I tried to understand it the best I could. I bought some packs, and 
they were hard to pull anyways so it was kind of gosh i didn't really understand it fully there was not much information out there so i didn't know what i was looking for and which is why i didn't dump too much money into it i knew there was something and why i kept all the boxes sealed mm-hmm. um because at least you know i always had the box if i once i learned more about it i'd be able to open it granted i'm not opening any of those now i mean <laughs> it's just not not worth it you know, it's funny to think about your hiatus. Like when you first like started getting back into Pokemon, you took like a three-year hiatus just to research. Mm-hmm. Thank God you did not give Fortnite three years because like. Well, that was the thing. I would still watch the market all the time throughout those three years. I was still constantly paying attention to it. I was just mm-hmm. watching how it worked, you know, mm-hmm. watching through, basically watching eBay, watching, uh, going on Instagram and following people and just learning how the community worked and um just trying to understand what made things you know popular and what people are still talking about Mm -hmm. and of course at that time most of the time people were talking about um vintage stuff yeah um but we talked about in the last podcast i mean i just saw a lot of opportunity in the the more modern stuff and you can get into it for you know a fairly decent price yeah yeah with those trace cards so Mm -hmm. granted vintage back then sounds like an amazing price but (laughs) I mean, it's still a lot of money. I mean, those uh, it was like 30 grand for the first edition Shadowless, I think still, even mm-hmm. not too long ago. So, I mean, it wasn't like it was cheap to go get one. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I think when Gary from Pawn Stars was trying to sell his Charizard collection, he wanted like a half a mil, mm-hmm. trying to remember. I think you're right. And, you know, it's it always seems so easy. Like, oh, man, if only a year ago I thought about it. Well, <laughs> some things, sure. But uh, yeah. not that card. That card just oh. always cooks. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, even just thinking about the booster boxes from back then, I was still priced out <laughs> yeah. when I got back into it, still priced out. Yep. So, but yeah, <laughs> that it's been, that's been really fun though, just to see kind of Fortnite. It has taken a very, like, a, and, and I don't know if that means it's in a bubble or not. I, I really don't know, but it has taken like a shortcut some kind of shortcut to to this nice uh where we're at now i guess i mean we talked about it i mean we were talking about what we saw coming you know the season series two need to be released mm-hmm. you, you weren't going to find them on the shelves you can't find mm-hmm. anything on the shelves Mm-mm, not at and all and it took a couple of product to get out there for people to see it and then you know mm-hmm. we start posting stuff about it and start you know trying to explain to people what's the difference between them and Mm-hmm. And then you just slowly see it start to grow and grow and grow. And once people realize, you know, and I, I think there's a long-term thing here, you know, there's that idea that, you know, nothing's going to touch Pokemon, but you know, Pokemon's its own thing. You know, there was, there is room for a new product and mm-hmm. there's, and the way things work now, prices are moving ways we've never seen them move. So I think it's a little shocking and, you know, the idea of bubbles and, all that stuff. I don't think anyone's seen price action like this in a very long time. I mean, the internet's just, it's become this amazing thing. You know, it's a lot of people have extra cash or at home. Um, and it, I think it's just a, a scenario in the world that we've never been through. It's been, it's been really interesting because I, I agree with you. I think there's some space for other hobbies to grow and i think one of the things that really contributes for fortnite is i feel like with fortnite you're kind of pulling in people that weren't typically in the hobby world in general 
-hmm. maybe they collected sports cards you know maybe they collected some pokemon here and there but i feel like that demographic wasn't necessarily always in Fortnite, and maybe they were playing the game and or maybe their kids were playing the game you know and then they kind of got into it that way the, the card side of it mm-hmm. um but it's really nice because Fortnite can kind of satisfy that itch like maybe pokemon is a little too nerdy but you know these guys like to collect what's um, nerdy tired to cut you out but like i feel like it, it's more accessible to play the game i mean mm-hmm. jesus now i mean yes you got pokemon go but even the games are expensive now people are scalping everything i mean these mm-hmm. kids i mean they were playing fortnite before and they're going to continue to play fortnite mm-hmm. um i think this is definitely a big thing for you know this next generation which is very hard to think about but um it's just it's a different it's 10 years later you know 20 years later i mean there's mm-hmm. always room for something you know back mm-hmm. then football then pokemon and then now it's fortnite's pretty big yeah and and the other thing too just kind of thinking about how the different markets kind of run and work i don't know much about Yu-Gi-Oh, but i was talking to a listener one day who's really into Yu-Gi-Oh, and he he, he had gotten back into the game of Yu-Gi-Oh after spending time there as a kid, you know, and now at this point, he a little bit regrets it from the perspective of there's so much going on. It's so fast. There's so many reprints. There's so many new sets. There's so many expansions. He can't keep up and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's really fast and it's hard for him to figure out, okay, I should get into this set or I should hold off on this set or I should get these cards or hold off on these, um, which I can understand too. Because Fortnite isn't like that. It gives you time to simmer and figure out a little bit. A little uh, bit. I mean, need. if we're talking about cards-wise, are you talking about the, the game-wise or? Um, I'm talking about cards-wise. Okay. Um, I know, I know too, I think he also does play. And I think for him, he was saying that, you know, you have to get this new set and then this new set and then this new set to kind of stay competitive Yes. as well. Um, Pokemon's gotten very hard because these pull rates haven't changed. I mean, even when you were able to buy them for retail, like there was a time you could buy the stuff for normal prices. (laughs) It was still expensive to pull these, you know, it was Mm -hmm. still a ton of money. Now you get a very small portion of that for double the price and it's no easier to pull so i mean it's just everything's become harder you can't even learn it because it's so difficult to get your hands on the product it's like series one Fortnite. i'd mm-hmm. love to learn more but yeah i just can't get it you know i mean and the small <laughs> portions that i get it from mm-hmm. um I'm, there's a lot of people out there who were doing it before you know a year ago when it was very cheap which is great for them mm-hmm. um and now they're being rewarded very nicely for it Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we had our own way. We got our boxes right from day one. I mean, I think we all saw a little bit of something there and it's just, it's been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Did you, end up, did you end up opening all of your, um, series two boxes? I, I did, you know, at yeah. this time I was like, all right, series one, I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to keep those boxes sealed because it's series one. And I was like, all right, I already have like all of these series one boxes now sealed. I need to try to learn how the cards work Um, because that was one of my disadvantages. And that's one of the things that I really learned. You know, if you don't open it, you don't really know what to look for when you're trying to hunt down single cards or you're trying to hunt down this and that. I mean, you know, series one just had normal and hollow. 
And right. as Series 2 comes, you find out they have normal hollow optichrome and then um, the cracked ice. So sorry, mm-hmm. Series 1 also had the cracked ice. But if I had opened mm-hmm. more of Series 1, I would have realized I can't get the cracked ice in there and probably would have bought a ton of those mega boxes. <laughs> but I just didn't yeah. know. I yeah. mean, I just wasn't under the, I didn't know how it worked. And there was very, very little um, YouTube content with people actually opening this stuff. I mean, it was just I very was gonna quiet. Say, I haven't seen anyone. I, you know what? Honestly, I haven't looked, but um, are, are there people opening boxes on YouTube? I haven't checked recently, but for series one, I think the sealed product is going to have a huge advantage because at some point, if they become expensive enough, who's not going to want to see the video of the guy opening up the mega box to see what they get? I mean, nobody has them maybe except for one guy who's sitting on like 150 of them. But <laughs> I mean, I think oh YouTube, we um, just viewers, just getting viewers with these bots, like they do with the Pokemon, mm-hmm. you know, they, why on earth would you open up a $350,000 box of cards? If, you know, if it wasn't going to get you something in return, you know, you can get the cards true. It's mm-hmm. one hell of a bet, but they also get a lot of views when they do that, mm-hmm. which is another advantage. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, a few weeks ago, maybe last week, I was doing a just chat with, you know, people on on Twitch. Like, I, I pretty much just just grade cards. Like, I'll sleeve new cards that I get, and I'll just kind of grade it, and we'll talk about, like, you know, oh, what do we think this card will get? And one of the things I was telling uh, the people that were on the street with me, as I was saying that, I cannot watch vintage box openings i can't because it hurts my heart now granted when you have people that have those boxes and don't plan on opening it it's like a cha-ching in their wallet you know because now it's even more valuable you know and and i totally get that and i i don't really have those so that's not what i get i don't get the cha-ching reaction i get the that hurts my heart because you just opened up a sealed box that i would never open yep (laughs) like oh it's a tough dance man because you you're just always looking at it too. And you always know, I mean, then they hit this point where you're like, it's too much money to even take a ch- take a chance opening that. Um, but as a collector, you know, at least for me, this isn't all about money. Like I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. listing stuff on eBay all the time. Like I genuinely just like collecting this stuff, but I also like knowing how it can make money as well. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I got other things in my life, you know, I have to make sure I can support my family. I can't just be dumping all my money into something with zero um come back especially where they're so expensive now mm-hmm. um but it's 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 just a fine dance i think you know you see a lot of people online a lot of people in the community you know, yelling at each other getting upset with each other over this little thing and that little thing it's like man <laughs> it's called a community for a reason there's going to be people that do this there's going to be people that feel this way it's like yeah yeah no I- embrace it embrace the amount of people we're getting into this because now all these people enjoy the stuff you've been doing for a long time mm-hmm. yeah and at one I, point you were new <laughs> that's very true when i first started out i was terrible i didn't know shit i did not know shit i had to learn oh. from my mistakes which was nice and it was fun and and i i met a lot of cool people in the community that did help me out they're like they threw me a few bones and so when i started buying those sets i started to learn more you, you yeah. just have to you just have to watch the market or just buy the things i mean really you can watch the market all you want but you got to buy them i feel yes um, you, ha- you have to do everything you know you have instagram's incredible at least for me i mean you get to see so many smart people so many different products because i can't look it all up 
I mean, you just can't. You can't be on top of everything. And then sometimes somebody will put something up that catches my eye. And I think of a reason why that one I think is a good choice, you know, and then it's like the uh, Pokemon snap card that I, we talked about the other day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pokemon snaps coming out in like a couple months. I mean, we got people freaking out over General Mills cereal boxes. Like, <laughs> I think this is going to be exciting. Like the cards are cheap, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's just a little piece that's going to just continue to go with the, all the other stuff. Oh, for sure. Did uh, you see? Did you see how uh, the the Pikachu skateboards? Hold up, how much were those being listed for? They were going for crazy prices. Um, that came out for the anniversary. First off, like like it sold out in like two seconds. The website just broke, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But um, these cute little skateboards. Um, I think they're go. I don't know what they went for MSRP, but people are listing them for like 500, 600 bucks. What uh, is it like the other skateboards they've made? I haven't looked at it. Is it like the uh, Mewtwo ones and all that stuff? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen any of those other skateboards. This is my first skateboard that I've seen, but I'm ah. sure. I'm sure it looks cool. I'm sure they're yeah. all. I'm sure they all look cool. But yeah, um, I know a few people are getting a little mad that I guess they're considering like they kind of feel that just a bunch of people scalped the skateboards which yeah i don't know i feel like i would hang on to the skateboard i feel like i wouldn't try to flip it right now i feel like that's something that you got to keep for five years to really get some good yeah you know know, some people just want the quick buck i mean that's what it's the nature of the beast it's never gonna go away it just isn't like if Mm -hmm. there's money to be made the, the every walk every type of person's going to be here you can get as mad as you want <laughs> this is it i mean you can there's nothing you can do i mean mm-hmm. and these are the people that are going out and waiting they're finding out who's when they're stocking the shelves they're finding out all this stuff they are doing work to get there granted does it suck yes i mean i, I yeah. think it'd be good to get other people to be able to get the cards and not have to pay these crazy premiums but it is what it is you know i mean I agree and pokemon's not overdoing it i mean i remember people freaking out about them you know the reprint and all that stuff did you even see a hidden fates etb on the shelf no no i didn't, I didn't see a single damn one yeah that's what we were talking about there's more people here it didn't even matter they did a reprint <laughs> the vivid voltage wasn't a legit big set like the mm-hmm. burning shadows those sets that stay on the shelf for like four years and it was they're gone (laughs) i mean if that doesn't give you a clue at how many people are here trying to do this i mean holy cow oh yeah oh yeah it's just it's amazing (laughs) no it 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 definitely is amazing and i'm glad that you sent me that link uh my hair's doing some crazy things but um but i'm glad you sent me that link to the swirly pikachu because a it's cute b i really don't buy enough modern honestly like I really should be for every set, just buying a few, just a few ETBs. It doesn't hurt. I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to open them. Probably. I'm just going to have like a little bit tucked away because, you know, that's a nice long-term play. I mean, I think five to, I mean, with vivid voltage, you're already seeing returns on those. And that that one's funny because I found, because I actually, I saw the, um, this was right around the, special delivery Pikachu and you know mm-hmm. the one was up there auctioning for 10,000 so I want to know what was making that worth more money I mean there had to be something about it like was it are these hard to grade um mm-hmm. 
all right and i saw this these modern swirls are different than the vintage swirls they're if you ask me they're much cooler looking mm-hmm. but there's two different kinds you can get and they got these it's like strong line so i was like uh you know i i kept those pikachus i just thought they look cool and i was like all right i'll keep those and uh i'll put them away and keep them nice so then um that came out and i was like oh, i'll go check to see if i have any swirls on any of my other cards because those are kind of cool swirls and i never really looked for them and lo and behold i pull up those pikachus which is also the 25th anniversary mm-hmm. and then i got that two of them or three of them with those swirls on it and they also look like you know what we've talked about i mean i, I called it far to chew and sent out an uh, instagram post and people loved it i mean it, it, it's really hilarious i love the card it's hard to find i mean i haven't seen too many with it in that spot Mm-hmm. I've seen others kind of all over the place, but like mm-hmm. after I put that picture up, the car was like $2 to like multiples being up there for like 200 bucks, but it's just such a perfect, like, I think I, I got it right here. I mean, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, it looks like he is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you oh, can yeah. see the actual, now nah, the lighting's not good enough, but it, <laughs> just <laughs> funny coincidence, man. <laughs> Seriously. When you sent me that, like you hadn't prefaced it with the, the, with like the little swirl coming out of his butt, but like, that's the first thing I thought, like, that's yeah. the first thing anyone's going to think. But... He's, he's squinting. Like he looks like he's got his leg up. Like, seriously, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite cars. I think I'll ever own. Like I <laughs> just something about it that just, I just don't know if I'll ever find it again. And it's just, it's comical. It reminds me of a, it, it's like a distant cousin of the Japanese band cards where like it didn't end up getting banned and it's just like a nice funny joke. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been on a mission to kind of buy some of those uh, band. The I band know those Pokemon. are, oh, I've looked at those for a long time. I've never bought mm-hmm. them, but I've always, oh. those have always been on my radar looking at and um, oh, the Pikachu you got in the, case i think when i sent you the link i saw it that swirls in that right spot right it's right behind him it's it's pretty much right there god i, I, I haven't I seen any of them even close to mm-hmm. that spot recently i mean i've mm-hmm. seen swirls like all over the place but none but in not... that location i mean none yeah. not even close to that one that i have but even the one you have that's probably the only other one i've seen Mm-hmm. I was hoping a bunch of people were going like to post that. up, you know, the, <laughs> you know what's, what's funny. What's funny when I did post that people were like, Oh my God, uh, where'd you get it? I, I want to buy one or they're, or they tell me, Oh my God, I just found one and mm-hmm. it was the last one. So, so that's definitely just in general rare, which I find to be pretty cool. I'm gonna keep that sealed. <laughs> yeah. And what's kind of cool too, is one promos like that. A lot of the times, you know, they're not always going to be kept in the best shape. You're getting a bunch of them. So a lot of times mm-hmm. people will just kind of shuffle them away. Yeah. Um, there's going to be the factor. It's kind of like the special delivery one. Like there's going to be people who see those prices. They're not sure why there's some that are really expensive, but mm-hmm. you know, they don't realize that it's got that swirl in that specific spot and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. it's going to drive the value of the card up along with it just because it is what it is. And Oh, for sure. Um, as you know, it, plus it's got the, the new 25th anniversary is the same artwork yeah so i mean just... it, it, it's 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 fun it's nice like i i love the swirl hollows like i i completely agree with you i think i think the like in my opinion with the cards that i have right now uh the only hollows that i think are probably as cool as those swirl hollows are the swirl are the uh hollows from the english southern island set yeah those, uh, are, those awesome. are really nice 
Yeah. They're so fucking delicate. <laughs> so crazy. Like, so, so, so sensitive. They remind me of the Chansey from the first edition base set. Yeah. You know how it's so hard to get a PSA 10, but um, I've got, I've got three full Southern Island sets, one nice. Japanese and two English. That's and I awesome. think it's like, I got maybe potentially like a 9.5 mu in there. So I'm, I'm really hoping I'm gonna send those off to uh, awesome. PSA. I can't wait. I still have so much vintage to go. Like I, I literally have it all stored away. And I just haven't gone through and, you know, I mean, it's all kept like extremely in good condition. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot. Like I've just always <laughs> kind of kept it all. How and many cards do you think you have? Like oh, vintage man. wise. I got, I got a lot, man. I mean, not all I have, you've seen the hollows and stuff. That's really what mm -hmm. I have for like the holographic, but some of like, I got a quite a few non hollow first editions. And then I just got tons of the, the non first edition base set stuff. I got some in a binder. I got, hold on, I'll show you real quick one second. This is uh, the one that I joke about because I still have to go through it, but I just have, you know, these are all vintage inside of these little packs, like my own mystery packs. I have no idea what's in them, but like they're all kept really nice. Oh, nice. And, and there's just, you know, I got a ton of them. I mean, and then oh I got, uh, I got, where else is that? I got a binder full and I got all these ones. Mm -hmm. uh, Dude, that's so much fun. My buddy came over and he likes vintage and he's just like looking through all of them. Cause I don't have them set up. Like I have all my modern stuff, uh -huh. you know, it's yeah. just kind of funny. I mean, it's still, like I said, really well protected. It's just a lot. So he's uh -huh. like going through all of the stuff and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know. He's overwhelmed. <laughs> it's just like. And there's that's, so much gold in here <laughs> that's the weird thing you know people that are newer coming into this they see that and it's like it's hard for me to even get that it's almost doesn't seem real you know people freaking mm -hmm. out about like these normal vintage cards that for the past 18 years it's like oh that's bulk you know yeah it was just the books <laughs> i mean everything's valuable now how do you you just you just gotta sleep everything now i mean i don't know what to do i mean you're going there i mean now trainers are a ton of money i mean you just start running out of stuff seriously <laughs> oh like who would have who thought um i i because it's been so long since we really talked but like as far as my strategy goes lately because what i've been trying to do is i'm like okay this can be a nest egg for myself. My goal is to build this up to a million dollars. So how do I get it to a million without spending a million? And so what I've been doing is I've been finding commons and uncommons with very low pops in sets with very low pops at their mintiest, you know, PSA nines, PSA tens. And I've been trying to find the mintiest that I can in lots, mm -hmm. you know? So we're talking like a dollar eighty to five dollars at the most for these cards yeah in the rois like i think vintage insane. is just gonna do phenomenal mm -hmm. for the rest of you know time basically i mean they're just the more boxes that get open the more that the less there is and you know at, at some point you just run out and uh they're just gonna keep continuing to grow i mean this was like steroids for the whole mm -hmm. for the whole hobby um <laughs> but that's it, it's just weird like you're someone who's collected for a long time as well as myself and you know it's 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 just been a very interesting learning experience <laughs> it's, it's been so strange because we knew for a long time that these cards are really cool and really awesome and 
And it was like, all of a sudden, just the whole market actually woke up and yes. was educated. It was like what we were all happened. hoping for. It was what we all <laughs> thought could happen. And you know, for me, it was like, all right, the internet's here, PSA grading. I, I think this is going to be bigger than what it is, you know, because now you can confidently order this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's real and mm-hmm. it's, it's enjoyable. You know, you have the PSA, you go on the site, you can see the price action. Um, it's like its own thing. And that was the PSA stuff is, you know, really what made you feel confident. You could spend big money and get what you paid for, not, you know, a unslabbed card that could be a fake or could be real or. Yeah. Yeah. But man, when it took off, did it take off? <laughs> oh my gosh. No joke. And, and I mean, you know, I've talked with a lot of people about, um, you know, as, as PSA starts to fulfill their orders <laughs> and we start to get more, uh, supply, uh, get pumped into the market. Um, you know, obviously it could bring everything down, but with how demand is, if demand is as high as we think it is, like when I talked to Gary from Pawn Stars, he's like, I've never seen anything with this level of demand. And he's collected everything since like the 60s, right? Yes. So, so it's possible that this just continues to just get absorbed into demand and hold. You know? I, don't, I don't think people are going to be selling it. You know, people are just going to keep holding it. So I think, mm-hmm. like we said before, even with the boxes, like in the new stuff, it's, there's so many more people here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people are seeing and learning that people are holding this stuff for years and their profits are growing. And, you know, you got to get used to market cycles. You got to get used to seeing an auction go. Somebody got a deal on it. This person, I mean, the amount of time, it's like watching this micro, like people freaking out about price action. It's like, man, this is, you got to think a, lot, a little bit longer than, you know, three months. I mean, you're going to kill yourself trying to, mm-hmm. trying to stay with it, but you got to use that to your advantage. Like, look how much mm-hmm. the champion's path Charizards are now. Go look, over, go look over there while everyone's looking over here. Uh-huh. That's when you do it. You know, uh-huh. don't, uh-huh. there was a time, I remember I posted a picture and it was when that shiny Charizard came out, ungraded $2,000. And then I forget what happened. Um, something happened. And that day, I, I made a funny comment where I put FOMO and this big line going down. It went from $2,000 to 700 bucks, like that. And even $700 was a lot of money for an ungraded card. Mm-hmm. It was like, but you just you can't follow that hype right out the gate. So just make right. sure you take that lesson because, you know, eventually people move on to the next thing. And there's always time to pick that stuff up before it starts going back up again. I mean, look at everything in the world. I mean, look at, say, Bitcoin, for instance. At one point, it was cheap. Then it went up to 18,000, came all the way back down. (laughs) And then while everyone's forgetting about it, there's certain people just accumulating. And then all of a sudden, it doesn't just rip, it rips. And then you're stuck there and you got people worrying about a bubble. Other people are like, I've already passed the bubble. Man, I was in here so low. (laughs) There's no, I don't got to worry about that as much. Oh, for sure. Oh, for Um, sure. But it's just patience. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny too, uh, you know, fear rules these markets. Fear rules everything, right? So, you know, Warren Buffett said, um, when everyone's being greedy, you know, hold back. And then when everyone's holding back, that's when you have to be greedy. Exactly. I mean, the other thing too applies to you personally. Like if you are afraid of something and buying in something, that's kind of when you need to buy in and vice mm-hmm. versa. If you feel that fear to, to rush in right away, that's when you need to hold back. Because yes. like take, for example, the, the series one hobby promo. 
I, like for myself in my own experience, I bought one and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to get these graded. Like instantly when I was buying them, I knew, okay, I'm going to get these promos graded because they're going to be exclusives. Mm-hmm. And I do that. And you know what? I need to buy three. I need to buy four. I need to buy five, but I got scared. And so I yep. only bought the one. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's, that was a tough one because we had never seen price action like this. I mean, we, if you were buying it, then you had, I feel like you had to have some idea, you know, that gut feeling like mm-hmm. this game's huge. This could be really big. I don't know how the set's going to work yet. I don't know how I know Panini hobby boxes are good. Um, and then you got them and we already talked about my story that I'll never forget about because I probably had tons of them. Uh, <laughs> God, that sucked. And then, uh, yeah. but you just didn't know what was going to happen. And mm. yeah. you don't always have tons of cash. Sometimes you got to take that chance. It was $60, I think it was 67 60 bucks. bucks. Yeah, yep. 60. And the hobby was 30, I believe $30. And Oh, I still remember. I think at that point in time too, I like really didn't have the 120 bucks to spend, but I bought it anyways. And then they were like, Oh, well we messed it up. And I'm like, well, can I still get the boxes? Oh, they sold out. Like, dude, that was, that hurts. I wanted to email them back. Be like, look what you caused me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm back on the old email chain. (laughs) funny yeah they're being a little rude with that 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 does hurt my heart that does yeah it was uh it was brutal man Mm. especially for something you know you have cards where you you just knew and then to have Mm -hmm. stuff like that happen granted it's my own fault i could have bought them afterwards i mean i was talking to my buddy when they were all 250 bucks going but i was buying the charizard at the time and um move on <laughs> you, you, you move on to something different it, it's all good there's always there will be something coming up in the future i'm sure that you'll be able to hop on it's exactly and when you're spending money like this too you gotta remember what like i could have a ton of the series two already like i could have already filled out most of that set because when it was first came out that stuff was cheaper but i was still buying all of these series one where i could get my hands on them Mm-hmm. so you know i look i'm like oh man i wish i bought that one i wish i bought that one but then i scroll over and look at what i have for the series one i'm like well that's why <laughs> you know i spend my money on that stuff just knowing just go with the original and just watch the series two go you know and what's really hard for me and i'm sure you feel the same way but like when you have so many different hobbies to go into and to to buy from like i i feel content in what i have in fortnite like, I think the promos make me feel content in the fact that I have some series two. Yeah. Well, you got the pro, content. you got the king of pro. <laughs> you got the first ones, man. I'm just sitting there feeling pretty good myself. <laughs> well, but you know, there's, there's parts of me too, that is like, well, you know, I need to get the hollow looks. Like I need to, like, I need to get these classic cards, but, but honestly, at this point, the money to put into it, first off price memory is a bitch sometimes, you know, because I'm a little stubborn right now with how the price point is like what it was before and what it is now it's it's hard for me to 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 emotionally put that money into it even though i know it'll still be a good move but because i'm also getting so distracted i'm having trouble focusing right now like okay um so 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 i've been having trouble focusing like and picking one or two sets to kind of like build a really good position in um and and just kind of rinse and repeat my strategy um but it's been hard because like Japanese sets I've always known about them and obviously I have some Japanese cards and I love them but their Japanese sets are like 
like the Titanic iceberg where there's so much vintage sets. Holy shit. There's so many cool ones. These all like these all uh, Nippon airway ones, like the ones from 96, the ones from 95. I don't have any tops on. I don't have enough card ass, like, like uh, the mysteries of the lakes, like all of these sets that I have not even really touched. I have not touched at all. And I need to get, and, and it's a little bit overwhelming because I'm really excited yep. because I want it. I want it all. But at the same time, it's like, I need to stick to my budget. <laughs> yep. And you got to remember too, it's you got to stick with what you enjoy and mm-hmm. you you can't have it. You can't catch mm-hmm. them all. Just like the show says, you can't have them all. I mean, unless you're really killing it. I mean, unless you buy like 15 Charizards back in the day and now you're just stacked with cash, but you can always look at it like a portfolio. You could always trade. You could always mm-hmm. figure out ways to move that into something else. Um, but that's the thing is you got to try to hone it in somehow. Like, you know, I, I kind of try to stick with three groups. I mean, you can, I, you can go all day finding cards. I mean, if I see you something can. pops up that, you know, I think is interesting, then I'll maybe do some research on it. And then, uh, especially if it's cheap, sometimes you can go in and just buy something that's really on the higher spectrum for that set and buy it for cheap and see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I just kind of look at what's going on in the world. Like that's, kind of like uh, what I've been starting to get into with, you know, this guy, um, the child. Oh, yeah. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, my little sister talks about this. Well, she calls him Baby Yoda. You know, I mean, this is he's a popular (laughs) character. He's got everyone loving him, you know, and he's Uh they got some cool cards for him. You know, they got that whole set that's dedicated to him. So I just been kind of basically stacking up as much of the Yoda stuff. I got a graded one coming that they sent back to the guy by accident and now it's on its way here again. Um, <laughs> but it was like the original one that they came out with is blue. I think I sent you the, um, yeah. did I ever send you that info? Maybe might have. Um, I don't know if I, I might not have, but it was, uh, I forget what it's called, but it was like the first one I remember seeing coming out for him. And mm-hmm. I was bought it back then when it was dirt cheap. I mean, they right. were cheap, cheap. And I was like, ah, oh, I should probably like, buy those. <laughs> like you said, you know, you're like, where am I putting my money today? What am I going to buy? Uh-huh. Um, but now the graded ones, I mean, they're going for close to 500 bucks. I mean, it's pretty cool. That's crazy. I, I definitely have not even had a second to kind of get it even get there, even look at that. That's crazy. I was, um, you know, talking about star Wars, one of my listeners, he bought, um, the 77 tops obi-wan card it was a it's a blue border he bought it um i can't remember what the listing said but it was under a thousand so anywhere between like 800 to you know 900 is what he probably paid it around and that same card which it's a psa 10 first off um and that same card literally what did it say in the sold listing it might have been a few days ago where that card was going for something something silly something crazy 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 like hold up i'm gonna pull it up real quick because i I don't want to get these numbers wrong but um gosh it was so insane um it's so it's it's a crossed off nine thousand. um oh okay uh 6100 uh 6100 bucks so it went from 943 in december uh, December 7th to January 28th, 6,100. So 
So if you ever get bored of Pokemon, there are a ton of markets where money is being moved to. And that's the thing is, you know, those characters, I mean, I'm, I've never been, you know, all about Star Wars. I'm not, it's just not what I've watched. Um, I, I know the franchise, you know, I've watched it when I was a kid. Um, but, you know, a lot of the people who really knew those characters, most people off the street don't know those individual characters and know whether they would be good or not. Or, right. But, but that's what the Mandalorian did, does. You know, they... Mm -hmm. Everybody knows who the child is. There's pop things. There's T-shirts. He's adorable. You know, people love him. You think that's not going to cause some collectible stuff there? They just brought in all of these new people into this franchise that are watching it on Netflix. And like I said, mm -hmm. my sister was my clue. You know, <laughs> my second clue. You know, I, I had already bought some of the pops when they uh, I pre-ordered a lot of that stuff before mm -hmm. it came out because I thought the character was a big character and I thought that you know people were going to want the stuff. But as soon as she started talking to me about it, I was like, yeah, I'm buying the cards. I'm yeah. like, it's time. It's going to start going somewhere. Um, oh, for sure. And, 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 and honestly, the Star Wars market has been really quiet just because of that. I mean, we're talking Star Wars. That's the fourth biggest IP in the world, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, Pokemon is obviously number one, but that's the fourth biggest one. Fire those. <laughs> seriously. So, so, you know, what's funny about that card is, like, the top set, like those those sets from the tops were printing back in the 70s and the 80s that were on, you know, about A New Hope and then um, uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Those were literally just stills from the movie. There is no playability. There's not even a backside. Well, that's what's cool about that first. I'll send you a picture of the other uh, of the. Um... Yoda, I'm getting, or I'm just gonna call him Baby Yoda. It's just easier. Um, <laughs> the first, the one that I'm getting, it looks like that. It's a blue background, and it looks like a picture from the actual movie itself. Mm -hmm. um, and where it was like kind of what I consider the original one. That's where I saw the value there. But then I, I picked up these, which are numbered to a hundred, but they got the medallion on them. That, yeah, you showed me that. That looks sick. And uh, this one's got, you know, the Mandalorian on it with the with the baby or the child. And mm -hmm. I was like, I got all, th all three of his. So basically this one with his own, the one with the child, and then this one. How much were those? I think like 100 bucks for them. I probably overpaid, but I, I think it'll beat that over time. I yeah, saw them listed, and I was like, for 100-something bucks, I'm like, I'm just pulling the trigger on it. I don't, I don't really care. That, that's, um, how I, that, that's how I get like that sometimes. Sometimes you got to be like that because I just recently bought um, – Gosh, I'm, I'm going to try to share my screen really quickly. But I just recently bought this Pikachu 2007 Secret of the Lakes Japanese, right? I really don't know much about this set other than the fact that this card at a PSA 10 is a one of two pop. Like, that's that's crazy. That's awesome. I'm going I'm to show you real quick. Um, here, let me, let me share my screen. Um, yeah, the set that these medallion cards come from is specific like basically specially made for the child like it's oh wow yeah yeah and and i only paid 240 and this guy was accepting uh offers and i'm mm -hmm. like no nah, i'm just gonna get it i'm just gonna get it oh, because awesome. literally either one or two people own this and only one of them is on the market that is like, wild that's a pretty cool right? looking, uh that's actually while, cool. while you're on ebay uh after we look at this one pull up the i'll give you the uh the child card that i'm talking about yeah what uh, is it 
Um, I honestly, I would just type in the child. <laughs> um, tops. <laughs> the child tops. Okay. Uh, tops card. Let's see if it comes up. So there's all the art cards. There's that one right there. Okay. That's the one I bought right there in a ten. Um, it's pretty much already doubled too. Wow. Oh, that's a good oh, ten bids. I thought that was the buy it now price. I was about to tell you to hold on a minute. All right. <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> Can you send me that link real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Which I would, of course. Um, yeah. That that's insane. That's insane. Um, that that's such a nice card too. This. Oh man, this is so cool because, and this is a card that I probably would have would buy because I don't have, um, I don't have any of the modern stuff um, for Star Wars. I have a complicated relationship with modern Star Wars, but um, this reminds me of the old ones, which was what we were looking at with uh, with uh, this card right here. So this is the old Obi Wan. We're talking about original OG Obi Wan. So. I thought it was I thought it was really nice. I, I really like the border. It's reminiscent of that. I mean, I have my own here, I'm gonna stop sharing, but um I have my own uh Leia. So this is the yellow border. And what was cool with these, I don't know if it was on all the sets, but if you had all the cards, uh the backgrounds made a big picture. Uh so it was like a little puzzle kind of, but um music cool down or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw yours and that was another reason I bought it because I saw the yellow border and it kind of looked like that card that we were just looking at. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. I think there's room to grow there. I mean, like you said, you know, modern star Wars, but that's a new character, you know, it's a new character that mm -hmm. doesn't have anything before that. So that's its original printing for mm -hmm. that. A whole new mm -hmm. fan looking at that guy during a year that cards have absolutely exploded. So, I mean, the, the recipe's all there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I can definitely I can definitely agree with you on that. I mean, um, really what it comes down to, this is just something that I've been observing, but like when it comes to cards or collecting in general, once because people people love scarcity, they love rare things in general. Um, but the demand doesn't necessarily come when they aren't educated, right? When they aren't aware of it, when they don't know it exists, right? So, so you have the hardcore ones, the early adapters, right? That come in, do the research, know the stuff. They get in real quick, real cheap. And then all of a sudden we see everyone else becoming more educated yes. and, and then finally kind of flooding the market in a sense with demand, you know? So anything rare, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter anything rare. You want to just in general, hold on to it because there will be a time where it'll pop off where people will be educated. Yes. And it takes longer, you know, I mean, Jesus, these, uh, why do you think I, I'm always posting all the information about those tournament Charizard cards? It's mm -hmm. tough because you don't know it's China or Japanese. And it looks a lot like the champions pass. So people just don't know and, or they see it and they go, Oh my God, why is this one $7,000 and this one 200 bucks or 300 bucks? Mm -hmm. They just don't realize why. And you know, there's, it's also confusing because there's a thing that came out that said there was only 600 mm -hmm. and, and another ad. And it's the only information I've ever seen on them that said another 600 was added. So I believe it's 1200 of the, the V max and, um, 3,000 of the 
other, the pink one. Did you see the other um, tournament cards that I got? You know, it's been a minute. Um, did you post them already? There's these ones, these are from the Chinese tournament. So that's got oh, okay. From, uh, you got that from the supplier that's got that connect, right? You were telling me about that. Yeah, this is, I got it for a good deal too. And I just wanted a part of it. Um, and I like that it had that, that it was the Vivid Voltage one and it had the little symbol because none of these, the other ones had that symbol, but like these ones right here. So like- Those look so awesome. Considering there's only 1,200 of these, there's only gonna be 1,200 sets. So, I mean, there's 3,000 of these, but to have both of them, it's only possible for 1200 so and these these are the first ones graded by bgs um did you send those in or you bought them graded i, I bought it graded i, I was yeah i have to find it right in like i mean i had to have been one of the first people to buy one of these. yeah i mean because it hit ebay i saw it and then i just worked out a deal with the guy and we i explained the story and why i was looking out for it and as soon as i saw it i knew that was it <laughs> you know i really like the display case too thank you that's i've been uh i was waiting for a while for this one but that's i wanted to get something that made it look like you know it's yeah where did you get that is it custom it is custom made i got it over um guy on my instagram um Mm -hmm. i actually tag him in the um in the picture i posted of it oh okay i'll have to check that out yeah but you know it gives it a little extra something you know opposed to having it non together um, mm-hmm. you yeah. have to keep those two together yes exactly. yeah see that that's really cool because you know it, it's nice that you found your own little pocket you know you like these tourney cards you like these promo cards and you you know you make sure that they're rare so it's nice that you've been able to find a little pocket and there's enough variety in there where you can just continue to kind of stick in it and build you know slowly build your position um just in that neck of the woods so instagram's been great for too is you know i don't post about this stuff so people go out and buy it necessarily i Mm -hmm. like i think i enjoy at least explaining to people or newer people what makes a card more valuable you know Mm -hmm. what is making this card a higher price like with the swirls it's not just the the special delivery pikachu it's is swirl in it and now with this one what position is the swirl in why is that card rarer than the next card and why is that one going to be sought after um they all have their own little details mm-hmm. but if you're people are spending money whether either way i mean but it'd be it's good to know what you're buying it's good to know how to do this stuff and how to you know know what to look for because mm-hmm. if you're buying all the packs and boxes you'll uh run out pretty quick <laughs> you know, not everything has value forever yeah um, oh yeah and that's what can be a delusion now is you know there's a lot of stuff that's just expensive because it's pokemon even though it's new but there was a long time where you just had bulk even hollow mm-hmm. bulk. you know i i always kept them as nice as possible like i sealed them inside of my one touches or my um the top loaders and i put like mm-hmm. a sleeve around them so one day if i wanted to grade them and now i've been transferring them all over into the uh card saver ones but i'm at least glad i did that but mm-hmm. a long time where those were literally just like nothing holographic cards you know yeah <laughs> that that's so funny to think about how we saw those as bulk and now 
they're they're valuable and i mean as collectors for the most part we're gonna like keep everything pretty well kept because that's just kind of how we are you know so we benefit off of our tendencies our ocds <laughs> do it do it right i mean who knew mm-hmm. I mean, that's why i kept them all nice and like who knows something could happen or what i think could happen i don't know if they'll go crazy expensive or one card might be special for another reason you don't look them all up as you pull them all the time especially then when you could buy as many as you wanted um but it's just just amazing it's cool oh for sure and it's funny how it's funny how we now have developed this weird skill that i don't really know what you call this skill exactly but this skill of finding the good stuff before they're the good stuff you know because after a while like you build this muscle of ooh that that right there you know at first at first to build it we had to do our research buy our stuff be in it be in the dirt day in day out figure it out but then after a while you kind of just build an instinct for it you have Um, have done this for a while you've had to have done the research on ebay it's like the staff cards that i bought you know mm -hmm. things that i would always say wait you know wait let the hype die down but then there's other things where if you don't buy it the second it happens you're never going to get it. I mean, if you mm-hmm. didn't know about a staff card or know why that was valuable or know any of that, it might've seemed crazy at first, but when those hit for a thousand bucks, I mean, it was just, I, I oh, that was it. And um, it just, I knew they were never going to go down. And now, I mean, the graded ones, I mean, I've mm-hmm. seen for insane money. And then there's that talk of them being the last staff cards and it's Lugia and Charizard. What? Yeah. Really? Wow. Those might be the last staffs they do. I think from what I heard, you know, it's the shops just made way too much money off of them because um, if you looked into it, it's uh, the vendors got them by ordering four of those pre-release boxes. So every four of them they got, they would get a a sleeve of those cards. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, everybody did it. And I don't know if you've heard any of the news about how many vendors are starting to pop up. Yes, um, thousands. If you saw, if anyone was here and saw what those ones did, do you think people are going to order the hell out of the next one? So I think they just kind of put a put a stop to it. And if I got the, I mean, if you got the last Lugia and Charizard staff cards, I mean, come on, <laughs> those things are going to be incredible. Wow, that I didn't know that. I did not know that. But that is really, really fun. Um, and you know what's funny, going back to your point of if you didn't get it right then, that was your last chance. I mean, even the Black Knight, two years ago in July 2019, those cards were going for 80 bucks, 100 bucks at a hollow. And I'm like, ooh, that's gross. Like, I, I didn't want to buy it. <laughs> the only is I didn't know. I didn't know who it was for. And I didn't know how to tell if one was real or one was fake. Granted, it was so new. I didn't think anyone had the ability to make a fake one that bad. Yeah. But I just didn't know enough about it. I mean, if I knew what I had known, like I said, if I had opened some, I probably would have bought quite a few of those. Um, But it's weird. There's no, it's hard to reference what's going to be expensive and what's not going to be expensive. Like in Mm -hmm. that, you got the uh, Skull Trooper. Yeah. It's an epic card. So it's not the legendary, but it's still one of the most expensive cards in the set. And mm-hmm. then you got legendaries that are worth nothing. And it's, it's so confusing. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know, kids that play the game or people that play the game would know why this stuff's 
nuts. But yeah. I, they'll look on the computer and figure out what the hell they're talking about. I was about to say that too, that that comes down to, you know, when you play, what are what are the actual cool outfits that people actually play with that are the most sought out when you play the game? That That's so funny. I was, I was having that conversation a few weeks ago. Someone hit me up because they used to play Fortnite. They don't much anymore, but they were telling me that I'm like, oh, well, you have an advantage over me because you know exactly which outfits to build positions in versus me. I love me. to talk to people who played the game, but you know, it's mm -hmm. hard to ask those questions. I mean, it's, <laughs> I knew the Lux. The Lux was, you know, it was on, I mm -hmm. like For sure, 100%. Three boxes that it shows that card. And, Anything on a mystery box is usually the card that you're going to want to get. The one that they're like, here, you have a one in five billion chance of getting this back or this card. Why don't you buy 15 of them? Uh, oh so I knew that one. I knew. But after that one, I, I had no idea what a black, the Black Knight was or any of that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I also didn't know if I already had them in these sealed boxes. You know, I didn't know if it was only the cracked ice. Thank God I got two of those mega boxes when I did, but uh, mm -hmm. I don't think yeah. I'll afford one of those again. And that's why the series two, I think you can start to see people know. As soon as mm -hmm. people figured out that that's where the cracked ice was, series two boxes jump. Series one, uh, the series two hobby boxes aren't too much more expensive than what they kind of were. Like mm -hmm. something bucks. Yeah, they haven't risen that much. Boxes went from $20 to $200. <laughs> And people now know. So you're, why would you? Why wouldn't you sell it for anything less? Series mm -hmm. one going for 2000 Oh, I mean, yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. Which, that was a crazy one. I, I couldn't believe that sold that fast if it did sell. I mean, there before that, it was like 600 bucks that I had seen one go for. Gosh. It's so crazy to see it. I kind of wish that, um, and I mean, I understand why. Because, you know, for example, in the hobby boxes, you get the cracked ice. Uh, the two cracked eyes, but I wish the packs were going for a little bit more or ROIing a little bit faster. They've not been like the individual packs because I got, I don't know, I want to say eight or so individual packs of the series one. And then I have about like six or five of the series two, just because whenever I see them, I'll grab a few here or there and just kind of build like a nice little small position. But, but um, I wish the series ones they're not ROI as much as I thought they would be, but I guess they'll have their time. Yeah, they, they will have we their time. Focusing on that. And that's where it comes down to how series two has three different variations, you know, the hollow, the mm -hmm. optochrome, and that series one only has hollow and cracked ice. So mm -hmm. right there alone, and it's harder to pull. Um, so right there alone, you can focus a little bit more on that one hollow. You know, people might be out there looking for an optochrome from series one that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. um, so you just got to get the hollow ones and, uh, just got to get those yeah 100% we'll get to a point where you know majority of the of the hobby boxes are gone for series ones they've been open so maybe then they'll look towards mine my, I, I'm my surprised packs. that they haven't gone higher than they are I mean I've just been trying to get what I can um, mm -hmm. but the thing with those is, is if you're getting the ones from the hobby boxes Mm -hmm. I don't like buying those silver ones because you don't know if somebody's already pulled the hollow card. You mm -hmm. know, only one or two hollow cards in there. So if you already if you got lucky and pulled it early, you can just flip all those packs knowing that. And they're that's very true. So you might not even get an epic out of them. Like you that's just very true. Try those white ones that you have, and why I bought those white ones. I think those were just 
those weren't from a hobby box. I think those were kind of maybe the hangers or something like that. But they might have been. Yeah. That's where I would lean towards is not the non-hobby box packs. Mm -hmm. You talk about mapping. I mean, it can't, doesn't get much easier than that, especially with how hard the pull rate is. You pull that one hollow. All right. I'm in the dream. You can sell them all and then get another one. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably where these packs came from because I ended up getting them for Christmas and it was a kind of a cool story. So a family member went to the card shop, went to the sports card shop, bought a few signed baseball card, uh, baseballs. Um, and then they were like, okay, since you bought two of these, I don't know how much they were going for, but um, you get to pick something free. And uh, they were like, Ooh, okay. So I get to pick like a little stack of like eight to 10 series one Fortnite cards. I'm gonna get those. I'm going to get them for Jess. That's going to be her Christmas gift. Bing, bing, you know, we're good. We're good. That's it. But, um, which is a cool story because I, I've not really been able to see anything Fortnite anywhere at a, at an actual store. So that one box I opened, I, I got that for 40, 48 bucks. Mm -hmm. and down the street, somebody was selling one for 300 bucks. And like, he just Yo. didn't go. But I was like, do you have any of these sealed? He's like, no, I just opened the wrapper on this one. It has all the cards in it. So I just, I thought that that one was, there was another one sitting there mm -hmm. um, that had a couple cards taken out. He thought I, he was like, I thought I had to top it off, but he was like, oh, I could sell this to you. I was like, how much is it? And he was like, how much are those ones? And I was like, oh, it was like two bucks a card. He was all right, 48 bucks. I'm like, deal. <laughs> yeah. Bucks. You got to do it. Got you got to gotta take that. No, deal. I didn't. I never got a chance to open the hobby boxes. And uh, so that was a fun experience. Granted, I didn't pull much. You guys saw the live video. Uh, but yeah, a little brutal, but you know, it's still fun experience. <laughs> oh, <so> brutal. <laughs> like the hardest freaking set of cards to ever get anything good in. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. and pack after pack after pack after pack and just nothing. <laughs> I literally opened 24, no lie, 24 hobby boxes, 24. And I only got a black knight once and it wasn't even a hollow. It was a base. So I was talking to somebody on Instagram that said that they opened up 80 boxes of the Italian Fuck. print and got four non hollow black. Knights. Wow. Okay. So better rates. Well, out of 80 boxes. Well, that's not much. Yeah four non-hollow black knights that's those hobby boxes are still like 200 bucks <laughs> yeah yeah i mean if that doesn't give you any type of idea of how hard it is to even get it's even hard to get an epic card in series one series two mm -hmm. you get them in every single one but mm. you're just getting a bunch of the those what are they like the picture cards where it shows like gameplay oh and i hated those there was so much you know what now that i think about it like I, I talk shit about those because it's like the silly bulk, but you know. Point, I don't. I keep treat all of those now like they're freaking gold from series <laughs> one because I don't. It's so hard to get them in general at this point. Mm -hmm. I think people would be happy just to have them. Mm -hmm. you know, first, the non-hollow legendary and epic. You're like, all right, it's cool. But now it's like I can't even find a box. So, or if I did find a box, I probably wouldn't pull it. <laughs> yeah seriously that, that's probably the case and um it'll be really interesting to see as people become more educated on them and i think what's really cool with the internet and with influencers like you and me and other people other folks talking about it you know hopefully 
uh, people start to get more educated on the rarity. And then hopefully like what, what we were talking about before, that'll start to gravitate people more and more to this specific, you know, sector of hobby collecting, which would be really cool. Yeah. And to it see. already has. I mean, I've had people uh, message me, ask me questions on it, and you know, I get the best answers I can give. I mean, I still learn every day with this stuff. I never said it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I do understand how it works. Um, and it's, I like talking to people about that stuff because, you know, it's, it's people that are getting in before everything goes crazy and, you know, they're just trying to enjoy collecting stuff before it, you know, it's impossible. You know, I mm-hmm. like buying stuff early. I mean, I, I, I you know, I'm with you. I like collecting. I'm with you. I, uh, I get hit up every so often from people being like, Hey, so I see you got some Fortnite. I'll try you some Pokemon. And I don't know how to say in a nice way, the following, you have nothing that I would be willing to trade for that you would be willing to trade for, for these Fortnite cards. Especially if you know that they don't really know a ton about it, or you know they know about them they're like yeah i'll give you some pokemon cards i'll give you all mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. meanwhile if you know your stuff you're like dude i'm not going anywhere near that these things are going to keep ripping mm-hmm. um, it's a very weird thing to it's just weird it's a weird it's, it's, it's so strange and you know i thought about when you had the interview with um with gary from pawn stars um and you know he was like i you asked him about Fortnite, and you asked him you know if it's and it's I forget what his exact answer was, but you know, I think this is the modern void that can be filled. And you know, mm-hmm. yeah. said he doesn't think anything will ever be like Pokemon. And to that extent, I think it's it's hard to say that because you know, that's we've experienced Pokemon. We've seen it grow over 20 years. But this is also a different era, you know, the the internet that's a good point. Said, there's a lot more people playing fortnite than we're playing pokemon simply because anyone in the world can do it so mm-hmm. it could be you know the next modern version just on steroids compared to what it was before and it happened at the perfect time mm-hmm. that's where they're both two different things and you know you always got to pay homage to pokemon and that was our thing and it's going to always continue to grow but i mean you've seen the price action of fortnite that's like watching so quick watching a cryptocurrency i mean jesus it went from like nothing to two <laughs> months later you could buy a house with one of them shit dude oh my god that that's been so nuts god it, it's been so value nuts. is you just can't get it like you're not going to you're not going to find a black knight cracked ice you're just not going to find one unless you've been holding on to these boxes i mean if, mm-hmm. if you find a mega box somewhere Oh my god, you better buy that thing for cheap. Like if you had somebody who didn't know what they had, oh, mm-hmm. you're a lucky person. And then you still gotta hope you pull the rarest card in the box mm-hmm. out of one shot. <laughs> one you you've got one chance to so pull that black knight. The boxes were twenty dollars a piece. It was hard to pull. They are two thousand dollars a piece. Ah. <laughs> <I mean, sighs> well, I mean, it, what what I do like to see, and 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 people hit me up and they're like, I can't find any Fortnite. Will you sell your Fortnite? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I feel bad. But and 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 even though I feel bad about the series one, and people are trying to get the series one and are having trouble getting certain cards from the series one. Um, but but the other thing too that that indicates to me is like it's being absorbed in collections and people are holding, which is what we talked about. So that makes me feel confident because 
we've got a really nice bunch of collectors that already know what they're doing, you know? Perfect. So, I mean, everything is there. Everything you need mm-hmm. to make something successful is starting to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just everything you need. I mean, granted, the price, when I say $2,000 for those mega boxes, it can go up and down. I mean, I just saw one recently. I don't know if it sold for 2000 It could have been best offer, but this is where these prices are going. If that Black Knight keeps going up in value, and the only way you can get it is that box, just believe that's going to be the most expensive box you can own. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it. There is mm-hmm. nothing that is going to be more valuable than that mega box. It's <laughs> the only thing that holds those cracked ice. That is just and the way it is. Flip it on, because normally you would buy the hobby box. Normally you'd be like, all right, you get the hobby box. The hobby box is what's got the good stuff in it, mm-hmm. not the stuff that they sell at Target for twenty dollars. <laughs> they totally flipped it. They're <laughs> genius. They're like, no, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna get them. Uh, <laughs> gonna get yeah, seriously. Kids. Because the kids are buying the stuff at the store. Like, if you ever bought football, mm-hmm. and you get a blaster box at the at Target, it doesn't have your odds of getting an autograph aren't that great. And, you know, the, there's certain cards that are in there. So you always go to the hobby box. Right, exactly. Total opposite. <laughs> We're going to sneak these in here. And, uh, you know, a bunch of five to seven-year-olds are going to open them, ruin them, and <laughs> we'll find out later on. <laughs> I feel like there's a meme there. There's there's a meme in in that situation. It's like someone read the paperwork wrong at Panini or something. <laughs> it's exactly it because those cracked eyes should have been something you pulled in the hobby box. I mean, that's what you would think exactly it would be. You buy the hobby box, you get a good chance of pulling that. Me not really looking into it that hard, I didn't know. And then, mm-hmm. lo and behold. This is how you do it. And I was, you know, I wasn't late. I mean, I still got in early, but later than I would have liked. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I, I know. I, I totally, you know, you, you got in, you got in early enough. Yeah. I you mean, got I, in I early caught enough. the series one, like the perfect time, like right before <laughs> things went nuts because it was mm-hmm. no later than the last box that I bought. I had never seen anything even close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the, the, promos i got lucky on those mm, Jeez, yeah the luckiest one that i got <laughs> oh man i still can't believe that i considered uh someone offered me a listener offered me 350 for for the lot of them and i i'm thinking to myself like first off it was a little shocking because i was like whoa okay well i i know i would make my money back for sure because it cost me like 25 bucks a card essentially to get go through the process of grading and getting the card, you know, buying it from the hobby, um, from that hobby exclusive set. Um, so, sorry, (laughs) Siri started talking to me, but, um, but yeah, like I, I considered it, but I, I, and I knew it was a low ball and I knew I could negotiate up, but I didn't, I was scared to try and negotiate up because then I was committing myself to a price and I really just didn't want to sell. Exactly. I wanted to know what I can get them for, but I didn't want to sell them. <laughs> That's the tough part with these because we it was a new thing. You didn't you didn't know. I mean, you didn't mm-hmm. know what was gonna happen. We all had mm-hmm. that feeling, we all had that gut, like I think this is gonna work out. I mean, mm-hmm. we can think all these cards would go this fast, but damn. <laughs> Ex- damn is exactly that damn is exactly right, which you know, in other in other news for Pokemon stuff, uh, did you see Steve Aoki posted that uh, picture of the illustrator? He did. 
he posted yeah. I think he said in there too he was like any other grails I went right down there I was like HR tournament tournament charge <laughs> checking them out I mean Jesus if you're not picking them up you're, you're crazy yeah for real yeah, for real sleeping so hard on those cards it's gonna be amazing when those do you remember when the illustrator was going for 60,000 <sighs> honestly I remember when all of those cards I mean I was looking at eBay for a while I mean it's hard to actually remember each card and like what they were really going for like I, mm -hmm. I remember all different price points for all of this stuff but mm -hmm. Whatever I saw back then compared to what it is now is just astronomically different. Like it looks like pennies, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, I think a lot of people kick themselves, but it's like, man, it was still a lot of money. I mean, it, it was still a lot of money. It wasn't a lot of money. I mean, there was mm -hmm. never nobody telling you like, yeah, buy the $60,000 Pokemon card. Well, nobody's really talking about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You had to have, you know, you had to really believe in it or, you know, a lot of people did, but if you're a collector, you weren't, you know, you probably weren't buying a $60,000 Pokemon card. You were trying to get them maybe a little cheaper. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like there weren't many whales back then. I think there were, they just weren't maybe on Instagram as much. There was many people looking That's at true. it. I mean, there's people who have some serious collections, you know, those true collectors, mm -hmm. um, but you know, they're still spending money to, fill out those collections and um it's it's just it goes hand in hand you know mm -hmm. i said that i see people yelling at people because they think it's all about the money or you should do it because you just love it. it's a little bit of yeah. more. i mean you gotta balance it i mean mm -hmm. the reason all these people are here because it can get you some cash and you should be celebrating man you got some cars that literally just changed your life <laughs> kind of yeah we're right now i think it was the most highest unemployment we've had in the long time like these things are, are helping people like if they get one, yeah that's what's bringing people as well mm -hmm. they're trying to figure out ways to make money and all of a sudden this collection they had just might have made their life a little bit easier right now yeah it does make me sad uh when people are in that situation you know but um where they have to sell off collections like that that makes me sad but um but you're right though the silver lining there is that it's it's offered them you know uh another mode of of uh you know since we're not getting as much assistance as maybe a lot of people need right now uh especially the unemployed um but but yeah it, it's another mode of making money and um it's really hard to see it it's hard to separate it from, cause like, I guess I, I, I've, I've always tried to figure out like, why am I motivated to collect things? Right. And, and part of it is to collect something valuable, but not necessarily for clout, just yeah. to have something that I know is really valuable. And then on top of that, it's really cool because it's Pokemon and it's stuff I like, and you know, they got cool little characters and there's so many little avenues that I'm still barely scratching the surface on exploring because what I've been trying to do now is not just find sets with really good populations um, with cards that I can kind of afford at really good prices, but also cards that um, I can still afford, but are very, very interesting. Like yeah. that secret of the lakes one that I bought. That's a one of two. That's a cool story. That's what I, that's what I like, you know, of course, mm -hmm. some of these cards are worth some big cash now, but I like the process. I like, I like the, pro like doing, I like doing this. You have to <laughs> be obsessed with it. Like it's something that you're going to be doing. We're all, you know, stuck at home, but it's something that you're constantly kind of keeping an eye out for. You 
know, it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's not that simple to just, you know, nail all these cards in a row. You know, it might be easy to see the big picture. You see the Instagram page with all of these cards and all of these things. And it's like, well, it didn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took a long time to really pick these and know what I was going for and a lot of losses going and buying stuff. And, um, but you, without losing that stuff, you never get to the point where you, you just continuously hit these successfully. And you can see some of the biggest guys out there that, you know, do this, that, you know, mm-hmm. they're hitting over and over and over and over again, but it's because they're good at predicting what is going to happen. And it's, it's possible. I mean, you can do mm-hmm. it very successfully. I mean, you can pick and choose certain cards that they, it just it follows that pattern almost always, but you got to know. Why. Yeah, exactly. And, and so this is very related, but I remember I was watching an interview with Ed Sheeran and he was talking about how, when he first started playing guitar and first started singing and first started songwriting, his songs were shit. But what he had to do is he had to let his faucet run so that that dirty water came out But then that cleared the way for the clean water, you know, so, so, so he had to write the shit songs until he got to the point where he could write the really good songs. And I think that's runs parallel here. You have to make the shit decisions. You have to learn from your mistakes. You have to build up your pain threshold, you know, because then that molds you. And yeah, you can't be really, truly successful at anything without knowing what you're t- you can fail at. I mean, if you don't <laughs> ever done that part, I mean, you're eventually it's going to happen as you add more money to that equation, mm-hmm. you just fail harder. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like anything in life, like you're gonna fail stuff. If you're not mm-hmm. failing it or, you know, taking any types of chances, how are you going to grow? I mean, it's a kind of atypical, you know, what they tell you and all that, all these mm-hmm. things, and, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, you're going to, it's so true. Money. And unfortunately, right now, you got to spend a lot more money to learn how to fail in this hobby than you did before. Yeah. Um, because it's, and that's where, thankfully, a lot of people are coming to Instagram now. And you should listen to a lot of the people who know what they're talking about because they can make this a lot easier for you. Um, but, you know, that how that goes. People want to do their own thing, and I commend that. Um, mm-hmm. But you should take bits and pieces from everybody, you know. Watch mm-hmm. what the community's talking about. Watch what people think is going on, interesting. Um, yeah. And you can find your own pocket of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, Jesus, you could stumble across the Fargy one day and, uh, <laughs> oh man, that, that little guy is so cute. I don't think I'll ever, <laughs> I might sell one of them one day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This for sure. All our card that I had in a binder that all of a sudden one swirl placement can change all and the power Instagram the power of Instagram. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm with you on that 100%. And, and what's funny too, is like, you could play the short-term game. You could play the day trader Pokemon game and be stressed out all the time and, and let the markets emotionally like move you up and down, or you could play the long-term game, the five, the 10 year game. And if you pick your cards, right. And you kind of pick in these really safe pockets where you can mitigate your risk, you cannot lose like you win with every single buy and and like the degrees of winning matters right but but like with these cards like like this little guy right here you know the buy-ins for these cards and these lots that i'm getting these are minty cards it's they're really hard to find now the lots are the minty lots are going away but but for that blaine's uh growlith from jim heroes no jim challenge 
uh, first edition, you know, because like, first off, you really want to, you really want to focus on first editions for, for some of those. But I have, I don't know, five or six of those cards from a lot. Nice. And they're all really minty, right? They're all super minty. So, you know, I could get nines and tens out of those, but um, I spent like, what am I, what did I spend? I spent something like 380 a card, right? So 380 a card. And super cheap cards, like the Ronaldo and all that stuff. Like granted, <laughs> I, I usually, my cards end up costing a little bit more money sometimes, but I mm-hmm. know that go up either way but man you've hit like these like i bought it this for a dollar i got this in a (laughs) giveaway grab bag but you you know non-hollow which is kind of cool because i think there's a a big upside to those non-hollow kind of base set vintage ones because you know a lot of them have been destroyed and a lot of times you know look at me i got all of these cards they're not always the easiest to pick out Mm -hmm. you gotta have a keen eye with those ones to really know what you're gonna grab Mm -hmm. uh, and how to make money out 100%. And I mean, and I mean, like, so, so, I mean, I think your strategy absolutely still works too. Right. And, and, and in my strategy, like I just end up like part of me, just like I scroll, I endlessly scroll on eBay, but, but yeah, so these cards, I have eight of them. They're four, they cost me $4.99 each. If they all graded PSA 10s, PSA 10s right now are going for 140 each. So we're talking about a 600% return right? And that includes the grading costs. So a 600% return on, on those cards specifically. And even if it's a PSA 9, let's say even if it's a PSA 9, it's still a win because of my buy-in. And, and, and I think we've talked about this before in the other podcast that we did together, but you know, you got to watch your margins. You got to just make sure to buy in at the right, at the right time. And, and I think what's nice too is, um, because I had uh, these two guys, Dan and Travis from going twice who are auctioneers. Those guys are really cool because their auctions, um, you, it gives you a little bit of runway, right? It it gives you a little bit of runway where, where you kind of make money at the sale. So I'm not saying that you get cars for super, super cheap, but you can get cards at really good prices where you have a little bit of headway for the returns for the future, which is really nice. So, um, finding those kinds of auctions where you can get, you know, those, those cards at those better deals and not being scared. See, the thing is people get scared. They need to get it right away and they need to just pay that price. And sometimes they end up paying, you know, and, and setting themselves behind on that appreciation. So 98% of the time when you buy it right away, it's going to go down. I mean, <laughs> just the, you know, the special cards, the special stuff. If that thing releases and you buy it right then and there, and there's a lot of hype around it, it's probably going to go down. Mm-hmm. There's that excitement that hits. Everyone sees the prices. A lot of people jump in that don't know yet or know where to go. And they see, oh my God, mm-hmm. it's Charizard. This one's got to be worth a fortune. And then it goes, it crashes. I don't know what the hell happened. It's like, well, you got to give it time to build up. I mean, yes, I think at some point, most of these cards you bought them at that are expensive, they'll get back to that one day. Mm-hmm. But you got to wait. I mean, it's like buying mm-hmm. right out the beginning. You just got to give it time for people to want it, make it hard to find. And thank you, it looks like it's going to happen a lot faster now than it ever did because you can't even find Vivid Voltage or, mm. or any of those. Oh, for sure. <laughs> 
for sure. And I mean, who's online? God, in in talking about appreciation prices, I've got uh, I've got Fortnite card, Fortnite promo cards saved on a search in eBay, and um, like I'm seeing some crazy ass listings just in itself. I got I got a listing on here where they're asking for all the raw promos. Uh, they're asking for uh, ninety five hundred. And um, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm trying to look at the, get the actual uh, price, best offer price for this um, um, Cracked Ice Hollow. Which one is it? It's a, uh, it's, it's, which promo is that? I can't remember the character name. Um, I think it's the P1. I think it's the first one. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I have her graded as a nine. Um gosh what is her name oh no oh oh i'm sorry this is an actual sold listing of all of them and it was originally listed at 2500 you did you show this to me i don't know if you did um this 1600 1600 from all of them raw really yeah yeah and that just sold on the 26th that's a good price wow I, I think anything in that price zone for those is an excellent price i think these are going to go off faster than people realize i don't think that you got the, very short time periods where people are starting to get this stuff and there's certain things that are soaring i mean there's there's no going back i mean you have to be there is not i was spending all day just waiting for that opportunity to come up <laughs> these boxes these mega boxes for all the every day just like mega box mega box mega box promos promos 700 bucks, 800 bucks. And then one came up for 240 with the binder and all the cards. I've never, I sent her a, um, an offer mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I didn't even do it that much less, but I'm like, yeah, send me the offer now. Send it, just send it over. Yeah. Uh, anyone to click that, buy it now. But and before they read, and I, it was all because I spelt Fortnite wrong. <laughs> I found them in like this little niche and I had to double take. I didn't even know if the card or not, but for $240, I was like, I just, let's go that is the card and and just as a side note i see a sold listing for galaxy um just by itself and it it was a best offer originally the listing was for 2000 guess how much it went for that's the black knight of freaking the promo cards what did it go for 1100 raw 1100 raw i'm about to update i'm about to update my my shit because now like at a PSA nine, I have a nine. My Galaxy is a nine, and I'm gonna probably get it regraded to see if I can get that ten. We talked about it yeah. to get that ten, but but going from twenty five bucks acquired costs to to eleven hundred, that's that's a forty three hundred percent. Think of return total. So you got the bundle, which came with one hobby box, mm-hmm. binder, and then mm-hmm. nine promo cards for sixty four dollars or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. How much are all three of those items together now, especially created? I mean, that is a bigger price increase in a year than you can get. That beat like every market on earth. That that killed everyone. Oh my God. And that's what we're saying. Like that was no joke. I mean, how fast, and these are still going. I think these are still figuring out what's rare. You know, I've learned about the galaxy one from that. I remember I sent you that write up on it. Yeah. I wasn't sure which one. And then I saw that, you know, the galaxy was rare and I'm, lo and behold, okay. <laughs> I, another, I bought that uh, one with the rabbit, the rabbit 
costume one. Oh, I know which one you're talking. Yeah. I almost yeah. bought it for the Galaxy too, and uh, the guy didn't accept my offer, and I was like, ah, it's Aww. all good, man. And I was like, I think you're crazy, anyways. These cars are gonna explode in value. I don't know for if selling it. Like, what? What are you it. doing? I just wanted to be kind of a dick. I was like, oh yeah, you know, you should keep it for yourself, and he did. I'm guessing, and now it's quadrupled. <laughs> That is so like, crazy. Literally a month window where you had the chance to kind of get back into this or start getting into this. And every day it went up in value throughout the time from the day we started talking about it. From I can't believe it. Mm, I can't. It's so it, this is so much fun. Mm -hmm. Like th th this is the this this especially makes it fun when you're right, when you were right, when you when you took the gamble and it worked out like. Yeah. You know, it almost wasn't even a gamble per se. It had reasonings why we found mm -hmm. it. It had, mm -hmm. it had fundamentals there, it's solid fundamentals, and which made it worth going for this. And if you knew how Pokemon was working, you saw the whole market as a whole, and there was nowhere to go but up. And mm -hmm. now knowing if you've opened them and tried and knowing how hard they are, that gives you a very real advantage because you actually know how hard these are to get. And some people have no idea just mm -hmm. how difficult series one is because they've never even seen a box. Never seen a pack. Yeah. They're never even going to get a chance to open it enough to get an idea at what the pull rates are. I mean, how many videos on YouTube are up? I have to go look at how many are up of people. Even I was about to, I was about to bring that up because people like me that opened up 24 boxes, we really fucked up because we never, filmed we it. never, yeah, we never filmed it and, and people don't really know. So there was no knowledge out there. Cause I would look all the time to try to find people doing the polls and all that stuff. And you just, you couldn't find it. So mm -hmm. I had no idea. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to open mine. And then I mean, now, <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, there's tons of video of people opening up Pokemon vintage stuff. Mm -hmm. a product that one of the most famous games in the world that there's no videos. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus, you could, I mean, if that gets big enough, you put that one video up of opening up a series one box or a mega box. My gosh, I, I would love for that. I would love to say that that is me. I am that person, but I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not. Gonna I'm not. <laughs> That is for damn sure. <laughs> Someone have to pay me some serious cash to open up one of mine. Yeah, yeah, but it's th this is just what makes it so much fun. Yeah. Just this it's all just so much fun. Why this stuff gets expensive as well? You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's not necessarily things we're gonna do, or but that's the reality of it. People will buy this stuff to buy viewers. I mean, it's, it's the world we mm -hmm. live in, and to yeah. have something that there's nobody who has videos of it or very good ones. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. And I mean, I, I think it's fun, you know, as much as like, I don't, I wouldn't do that to my own collection. It's good because it, then it, it just helps build the hobby more. Mm -hmm. And, and then it also makes everything rare, which is also great. But then, then the other thing too, that sometimes we forget is that well, now we've got more cards that are hitting the market, you know, more singles hitting the market, which is why even more so you need to make sure that you find those low pops. Like you've done that really well because you went for the chase cards, you went for the tourney cards, you went for the staff cards, you know, a 12, 1200 cards printed for, for those, for those cards, for those Charizards, you're, you're safe, you know, I mean, you're I, safe. I don't have any concerns with that one whatsoever. I would do it again if I could. Mm -hmm. if I found for another right price. I mean, if I had the cash, I'd buy another one. I mean, mm -hmm. 
I trade yeah. a lot of my stuff for another one of those. I mean, I think mm-hmm. there's just, it's kind of like, you know, you can look at, you know, Pokemon as a whole and now Fortnite as a whole kind of coming out being that modern next thing, you know, and you have the vintage old Pokemon card and now you got this new modern souped up kind of version of a, a grail card. And mm-hmm. if you weren't following these Charizards, you didn't know it was, what that was happening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the fact that it did was awesome. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it was an idea, and when it actually panned out, I mean, it's pretty amazing how these guys kind of, you, they know what they're doing. I mean, they, they know how to create this stuff. They know how to get people going. And mm-hmm. Perfect timing for it. Kind mm-hmm. of unbelievable timing for it, if you ask me. I mean, 2020 was one hell of a year. <laughs> God, that was so, it, it's still strange, you know, <laughs> 2021, like we still got pockets of the weirdness of 2020. So, I mean, n- n- so many pockets of weirdness, but mm-hmm. it, it'll be really interesting to see the world as we know it change um, because parts of it feel like we're in this dystopia, like we're actively living through a dystopia. And then there's these other parts that are just absolutely thriving, Um, which, you know, talking about a little bit of, you know, the dystopian type areas of what's happening in the world right now, it's, it's really interesting to think about what is happening right now, just in the markets in general. And then how that could affect hobby collecting, which I still feel very confident that we didn't make mistakes in terms of like, we're not going to have regrets with what we bought, right? We're still going to, these cards are going to hold their value and then grow. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's the new, it's just, this has been here and now it's people have understood it Mm -hmm. and now there's really a following for it. And it's, there's, this is just the new it's our age group that is now starting to become the, the, how do you describe it? I don't know, the money, made, the people that are kind of starting to, yeah how things are starting to work. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, I mean, our parents, they weren't looking at GameStop, but I saw somewhere that 56% of Robinhood uh, accounts owned part of GameStop. I mean, wow. I, I didn't know that. I read it somewhere and I, the only way that's possible is if a bunch of kids owned GameStop. And yeah, yeah, I thought it was crazy at first because didn't the new PlayStation come out without a CD drive? Yeah, there's the there's the digital only version of the PS5, which is is like the 399 one, and then I think the digital the non digital, so with the drive, is 499. So what the hell is GameStop gonna do? <laughs> that's what i thought was kind of interesting but at the same time the people who knew to kind of put money into what these younger kids these younger kids know video games are going to be big they know they're they're following the people who are playing them a lot Mm -hmm. of the older groups don't even know it's a thing yet look at ea game like the following that's there Mm -hmm. things where these younger groups know this stuff is what they enjoy and what they have a huge following for but people just don't look at it because it's not for their age group and Next thing you know it takes over the freaking world i mean gosh i know well you know you know i i i hear people talking about things like i know mark cuban was saying recently that with the interest rates so low right now in general um with the increase in in interest rates that will probably come uh he's worried about all physical assets and and now what's interesting is what he says he you know he actually specified um collectibles 
because because that is now truly being recognized as a physical asset. So he he feels that that collectibles will get hit, and and I could see and I could see that happening. Um, I mean, these things happen, ebbs and flows. Uh, but of course, you know, we're playing the five, 10 year plus game. So, so these, so these little pockets of, of weirdness that happen, don't worry us. But what is really good for the hobby is the fact that there are enough whales in it and the new whales coming into it that when we have those turns in the market, they're going to start absorbing those collections. Um, that and come through at those lower prices, which will help know, prop up uh, the market, I think. And they say, you know, they're going to take a hit. But what really happens is, you know, it's the cards that really weren't supposed to be valuable in the first place are the ones that crash. Mm-hmm. You don't see the ones that the people really wanted, you know, the vintage, the hard to get, the, the super rare, the super elite that, you know, they came out, you got it at that first price that if you were lucky, you found one. Those tend to continue to stay high. I mean, those are the, 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 I don't know if you get related to like, those are like the Microsoft of the stock market, you know, the, right. of the stock market. Okay. The whole market can go crazy. Everything crashes, but if you sell your money in that long-term, you're, you're still doing just fine. It might take you're doing long, good, but yeah. if you bought in early enough, you're not worried about that very much. You know, it's, yeah. it just all depends on what you're buying and mm-hmm. You have to learn to be a little bit more specific with what you're choosing. Um, mm-hmm. If you're trying it to go that route, I mean, if you just like collecting them, buy whatever you want. I mean, if you like, yeah, it, you win anyway. You know, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's mm-hmm. more power to you. And there's stuff that I buy just because I think it's cool. I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be. I don't. Everything doesn't need to make me cash. It's just, I just like enjoy doing it. You know, it's <laughs> this is just mm-hmm. the part that came along with it. Um, yeah. But I was always the crazy one asking where my Pokemon cards was growing up, even as, in, as I got older. People thought it was nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, where are they? I just need to know. Come on, please. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know. But Gary, I feel like Gary really was the first catalyst that mm-hmm. showed everyone these were worth money. From that mm-hmm. episode where he went in and they got, and he put down a $500,000 Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the day i mean i still remember that coming out and i still remember being like i knew they were going to be fine. <laughs> i knew they were going to be good <laughs> i gotta go find my stuff and uh from that day forward it just it just escalated i mean that guy oh, really day one I mean, it's awesome yeah yeah that's such a funny episode to rewatch because i don't know the names of people other than gary's name but yeah you know, like the reaction first off, he couldn't even say it right. Pokemans, you know, and then, and then his face. <laughs> they make fun of it. You know, they make fun of the Pokemans. You know, it's like my mom would say or anything like that. I'm like, oh, you drive me crazy. Yeah. Like, it's going to be worth some cash. I have no idea. And even at the time, they were worth a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. dollars. I'm like, yeah, all right, man. Just sure they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll no. see you. We'll see you 20 years from now when my Charizard is. Literally, I can't wait for the day that you know something happens and I'm like, yeah, I bought that with a card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People oh my gosh. People are saying that right now. How cool is that? Seriously, seriously, it it'll be so much fun to to get to that point. I mean, um, I remember about a year and a half ago, I was on like a comic book uh Facebook group or whatever, and the guy posted that he had traded a rare 
comic book key issue for like a used truck that was like 2500 or 3000 i mean you know it wasn't anything well i mean the, the the truck wasn't anything crazy what the comic issue was really cool i can't remember what it was but but i mean yeah you know i, I mean the values the values there we've seen it it they hold i mean just looking at baseball the oldest collectors like the oldest collectible which i always go back to you know baseball because it's been around since the 1920s i think when they were doing the cigarette cards um but but yeah i i i think it's i get sometimes i get into these these um moods sometimes i have these moods where i'm like oh i'm a little scared but but and that's just emotional right that's not taking into account all the logic behind it. And, and I think, and I think when I, when I think about my collection, I think there's going to be some people that if there are downturns, they're going to take a hit hard, you know, but I think if you're smart and you try to mitigate your risk and you are just, um, you know, and you're also not trying to play the short-term game. I think that's important. Don't be, don't be trying to play the short-term game. You can, you know, you can survive these downturns if you've done the right things and, um, and I mean, yeah. And then if there are cards that you love, then fuck. <laughs> and that's the you thing know, though. you win. I don't think there will ever be a point in time from this point on where if I see a Black Knight listed on eBay for like cheap, I wouldn't buy it. I mean, there's right now there's so many people looking at this stuff or, you know, certain cards that if you're a true collector. When that comes back down now, you're jumping on it. I mean, I, I was here mm-hmm. before people were excited about it. You were here before people are excited about it. I don't care what the entire market feels or goes up or down. And I do my own thing. You know, if I see yeah. something that finally hits a deal, I'm not too worried about the the one year. Oh, it's kind of not cool right now. Like, no, this thing is hard to find. And long term, I think it's got some good, some positive momentum to it. And it'll, it's just, it had everything it needed to, to be successful and i think there's gonna be a lot more people out there that are looking for that deal or waiting for that to happen mm-hmm. oh well, there's always going to be the smart people sitting there waiting at the bottom going, all right at some point you know things will go this way and i'll just scoop it all up and i think it's going to move a lot quicker now though too mm-hmm. yeah it'll be it'll it'll be it'll, yeah i i agree you know we really know like we already know we're not going to, we're not going to get scared off, um, by like the short-term moves of the market. Um, and that's like the most successful traders in the world, the most successful people in the world. They don't get scared. Mm -hmm. One, I think I've heard somebody say, I think I heard Gary say that, look at it. Like it could go to zero tomorrow. And that's the reality of it. Like it could go to zero tomorrow and you don't give a damn because you know what? You made the choice to get it. Still cool. Either way you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, but you got to take that risk. I mean, you're not, they're cards. I mean, there mm-hmm. could always be that chance. Um, but there's been fundamentals that prove that hopefully it'll last a long time, but it just is what it is. I mean, you just mm-hmm. can't be expecting to, you know, I don't know how to say that, but just always expect it to go to zero tomorrow and you'd be okay. I mean, it's just, yeah. Don't put your whole life savings into it. Don't do things that aren't somewhat responsible. I mean, you got to be, you got to still follow the rules a little bit. <laughs> um, so true. Time before they all start really going again. We had some, this is a big price movement. Mm-hmm. 
huge price movement. I mean, if you look at site, you got to consolidate, you got to find the highs and lows and where the support areas are and where mm-hmm. people are buying it back up. And um, it works the same exact way. It's mm-hmm. it growth over time. Um, yeah. You know, what, what I've, what I've been lacking to do is I know now that my collection is rather large and it's rather valuable. And now I'm getting to the point where like, holy shit, I'm not really storing it like how I should be. (laughs) Um, Exactly. I mean, (laughs) what I said earlier, all of a sudden, everything you own just became somewhat expensive. It's super overwhelming because you can't log it all. Because before mm-hmm. it was just the stuff you had at your house that was cool. You put it over to the drawer and you kept it nice. And now all of a sudden you're like, dude, do I have to put every single one of these in a sleeve and every single one of these in a card holder and like fuck, now I gotta go out and buy like stacks of BCW I supplies. Find like the right box measurements to hold these um the card saver ones, how to organize it all. Like, <laughs> it's just a never ending i know of work it it really is and 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 itemizing it itemizing it i've just given up on that i just know cards and i know a lot of these just by memory i know the stuff that i have Mm -hmm. um vintage you know that's why it's the way it is i haven't really i just don't know enough about it yet i mean i know about it but i don't know the ins and outs and i haven't been following these smaller cards all the time which is where you come in perfect one of these days, we'll have to go through this stuff. Let's do it. We should do a just chat where we are on Twitch and we're just looking at cards. That'll be real fun. Oh my Let's god, we got we got plenty to go through. I mean, I got I got some cool ones. I got some in here that I've never. I mean, just this one. I mean, oh, like, that one is hot right now. One of starters. these I found that just said starter three. It had like twenty of the starter, like um, Charmander, Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them, mm-hmm. a bunch of those. Like it's just, and it's so weird to think that there's people, you know, people are out there trying to paying big money for just those base cards, and you pull it out of a thing. Like, all right, I got, you know, thirteen of them, fourteen of them. Thank and- you for saying that. Thank you for saying that because literally, I just put out a video today and a podcast today, where it's like where I talk about how to start collecting Pokemon. Because it can be overwhelming. There's a lot to there, there's a lot of money to be spent. There's a lot to go through. And literally, I was like, pick a set that you think is cool. And then if you don't know what cards to get and you don't feel like doing research, at the very least, buy the starters. Mm-hmm. Buy the starters because that's where nostalgia will hit. Will hit with people. It's really you can't go wrong. There's certain, I don't know if you call them rules, laws that will never go away. <laughs> starters. Um trophies starters limited stuff like staff well no more if that's the case but um all of those things are just the go-tos you know mm-hmm. you make sure you don't follow the hype when it first comes out sometimes because you know it can be confusing why did this yeah. charizard not go up but this charizard went out and just ripped from day one i mean why is this one a thousand now it's five thousand this one came out a thousand now it's 200 bucks like what's mm-hmm. <laughs> You got to mm-hmm. learn what made that happen. Don't just, mm-hmm. go, oh man, I lost all my money. Why did that happen? That's where the learning comes in. You know, mm-hmm. that's where you got to really, that's what the three years of me kind of watching what happened and seeing, you know, what, what this thing was doing, you know, and yeah. and 
got all of this information now it's all on ebay it's i mean ebay's number one that's your source so i feel like oh you know, for damn action, sure go to the sale the recently sold and see what they're going for mm-hmm. um and i love the psa website i think their website is definitely better than Becker, mm-hmm. or at least for you know you get the chart you can actually look at it a chart like a star <laughs> it's, it's awesome it's so fun it's so fun it's it's you know i i I haven't been using the PSA pop charts like I should be, but I have been using them a lot more yeah. just I mean, to. I look at it here and there, but mm-hmm. most of the stuff as a collector and somebody who knows this hobby, you don't really need it. You know what goes on. You, If you've been in here long enough, you know. I mean, you have that feeling yeah. when something comes out. A lot of the times it's the ones where like, I should have bought that. I knew it was going to do well. And yeah. almost every time you get that feeling and you don't do it, and mm-hmm. you've been doing this a long time you were probably right <laughs> probably doing really well because you've seen it you've seen what's happened you've seen what went well what didn't go well and um without having time in it you'll just never learn that i mean if you were here when the shiny Charizard, the first that um hidden fates charizard came out you saw that that was the first card i saw in modern time where you saw that impulse that like hype fomo holy crap <laughs> yeah. kind of thing happened on the internet you know it was somebody bought the the 10 label for what was it 10 grand or something like that and at the time i just bought in the burning shadows for 400 dollars, and it had an error and had all that stuff i'm like why on earth even a black i'm like ten thousand dollars one that opened your eyes to what a black label was Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't have been 10 grand and it came back down i mean even the black label came down but that was when you first saw this swing like this holy crap way back down and now we had to it had to kind of find itself it had to find yeah. its bottom it had to find and it had to do and now it's still doing it you know it's still working mm-hmm. its way up it's not going down it's still working upwards <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you just got to stay within that sweet zone you know yeah you got to find the sweet spot so you got to make the mistakes and or or hopefully learn from other people that talk about it so that you don't have to make those mistakes per se use it to your advantage there's a lot of smart people out there there really is i mean there is i I see all the time i mean i love looking at you know all the little i love now too is seeing some people that will talk about a card kind of like i did with the trophy cards and tell me why why is this thing i don't have time to know about every single thing if that's important to you like this charizard was for me mm-hmm. i want to know if he's going to give me that information and tell me why it is that's awesome i mean this guy mm-hmm. this guy's passionate about this he's he's in it he knows this is going to do well and he's explaining to you why it's going to do well not just saying this card's awesome buy it mm-hmm. one and i want it to go up and then i want to sell it on you like no right people that are buying it holding it and going get in it because this thing's going to be incredible mm-hmm. uh, it probably done it a few times before that yeah yeah it's yeah. so much fun it's so it's so much fun i can't wait um i'm gonna start sending some cards over to psa and those commons and uncommons that i'm getting graded that i bought in really really low uh, because I have so many of them, you know, like three to five, three or five or eight copies of it. I'm really glad that I have so many because what I'm going to try and do is offload a few here or there, you know, that I already have that, that I know that I'm, I'm, I'm netting on, um, and then trying to move it into pockets where I can, 
where I can uh, like acquire some really cool random and, and weird, like, like I'm trying to find the nichier parts now with, like I said, you know, interesting stories behind it because those might not get too much right now, but I mean, you know, I can't go for the Holy grails. I I'm priced out. I can't, I'm not. That's the thing. And it it comes over time. You know, those things, those are a lot of money, but you know, I've been saving for a long time. And Mm -hmm. I also, you know, I did other things to be able to get, you know, I traded some things as well. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I would love to trade. I like trades. I mean, if I could trade somebody for something, I have like all this stuff, like that's one way I think is the coolest way to get yourself into those bigger products is finding, but you got to find people who are willing to trade for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That stuff. Um, but you can't spend all your money on it. You know, you got to do it responsibly. I mean, if you've, if you've been doing this the past year, most people haven't been doing it too responsibly, but, um, no, not at all. It's, uh, the way it is <laughs> seriously i don't think i've met anyone that's really ever actively talked me out of buying something which is a good thing and a bad thing because <laughs> we're all kind of like enablers of each other and we're all talking about oh have you checked out this set have you checked out this set oh have you seen these cards and you're like oh another card for me to buy well, that's the thing too. You don't, want, you don't want to be rude and you don't want to tell people don't buy something because at the end of the day, it's still collecting. Somebody could like that item. That's true. And, you know, I have people that started this, you know, fairly recently. And, uh, you know, he's listening, one of my friends is, you know, he's been talking to me this past year and he's listening to me a lot. And he's done really well, you know, because he started out doing all those things. And, you know, I'm like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> and he, he had to learn for himself, you know, he had to do it. And then, you know, it comes back yeah. a year later. It's like, Jesus. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, now he's got some really nice cars. He's got the staff, Lugia, and you know, he's starting to under Ooh. he bought a bunch of Fortnite. So he's got a bunch of series one Fortnite. Nice. Good job. Good job. He, Good he job. bought crypto, uh, he bought um blockchain cards with me as well. So all oh, okay, I was cool. doing with him, you know, just kind of and I had been talking about it from before when it was super cheap and telling him these are gonna do well and then they did well and he's very happy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's nice to have people to talk to about it. I like to bounce ideas off of people. And that's where, you know, I talk to you all the time and I talk to my friends and it's just people bouncing information off of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's, it's, it's so cool because there's so many parts to learn. There's so, there's also so many little details in things. Yeah. Like for example, I am terrible about looking for misprints. I never look for misprints. I, I always miss it. I never look at the kind of first edition stamp. I, I never do unless it looks kind of weird and I think it's fake, but it's usually not. It's usually literally just a, like a misprint first edition stamp, but um. But there, there is so much to learn. And yeah. and there's so many cool people out there that are like really expert in one thing, you know? And you, it, it, I can't describe it. I mean, it's like a mega brain. Like all of these in, Instagram, all this stuff. It's like this huge community of people. It's just this mega, this person likes this, this person like, you can use it like a tool. I mean, you don't have to know all of that. But, you know, you follow somebody who is into that and you can learn through their things and what they mm-hmm. see, and how they find things and you go, oh, okay, I didn't, you know, I'm not spending my time doing that. But now I got somebody out here who is that, you know, I have a, I follow their page. So I, I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I still yeah. do what I like to do, but also, you know, find some gems that I have that I never would have known they were there. Mm. Oh, so true. So true. It's, it's uh, bigger than, you know, it's, it's, 
might seem you know you're it's literally like a big brain and it's all on the computer (laughs) that's a really great way to describe it it really is a big brain because there are so many collections out there that are just drool worthy and honestly i'm trying to get them on my podcast i i actually just got um eric i can't think of his his tag off the top of my head um but he has a drool worthy vintage collection we're talking about like first edition shadowless all of the big cards in the mintiest condition he almost has a master set of the first edition shadowless base set and he needs one card i can't remember it might be the zapdos is what he told me but like that's that's the thing with this stuff you go on instagram you could think you're doing pretty good and then you see some people that (laughs) you're like are you kidding? Like, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's almost, it could almost feel like, you know, 20 years from now with Fortnite, like me pulling out like just these and just having all of these. But to somebody else, it's like, what? what? And, you know, these guys are buying it. They were like, yeah, I bought that one for like 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, kept it nice. And now I'm like a god on this platform because I got some of this cool card. <laughs> And it just blows people away. And they don't even know how to respond to it because you're like I am with this vintage stuff. There's people that would kill for this. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm trying to like keep track of it all and hope for the bad. And, you know, I respect it all. And it's just a lot to learn. It's a lot to keep on top of. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, <sighs> that's so true. But see, that's why it's a community and we're here for each other. So I'm down. If you're down next Friday, we should do it. Yeah, let me check my schedule. I think it'd be awesome, right? Because I got plenty to go through. Um, and yeah, I don't even know what's in some of these. So it could be. Ooh, this is going to be good. This is like our own vintage unboxing, except we're not cracking open boxes. So I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah. I only opened something. the one that said um, the starters on it but you know who some of the stuff in here now i've seen you know pictures of certain things that i didn't even know were valuable there's mm. just so many there's 20 years worth of basically vintage car and like you know bolt cars and all this stuff and jesus gosh i know Man. it's so much Ooh. it's so much yeah well hey we've been on this is going like two hours so yeah, I, I want to be respectful. That went so fast, though. I will say, I'm just going Friday, uh, Saturday night, man. It's I'm no worry. <laughs> all good, all good. Well, I guess, um, well, I guess what we could do is we'll okay. So we'll definitely have to do. Um, so every Friday, I do a just chat. So I, I'm gonna be on Twitch. So just let me know a Friday that works for you. And we can look through those cards. Yeah. And we can kind of talk about things. And, and I'm sure like, as we watch the market, and something big happens before night, we're gonna have to hop back on. Yeah, like, um, and before we go to I know I've gotten a couple questions about, you know, the, the series one, whether the difference between oh. the English, you know, the difference between the foreign, um, mm-hmm. having some of these products, you know, I think it'd be cool because you know, there's not much information on them. So I mm-hmm. show a couple of different ways of telling what you got and what, yeah. Um, cause honestly, that's probably the question I get more than anything, you know, gosh, this is, what is the, why does this have no, the seal clear on this one? And how do you mm-hmm. tell if this one's got that? And and the tough part is I don't own any of the other product, like any of the foreign product. So I can only go off of like what I've seen. 
Yeah. Yeah. But no, let, let's do that. That's a really good idea. Um, because at first <laughs> I remember I messaged you, I was looking at these boxes. I'm like, why don't they have panini on these, on the seal? What the hell is this resale? Yeah. No, this is actually Italian. And it was also that. cheaper too, which is yes. an indication sometimes of a ton of it out there. I don't know if they just, people didn't buy it as much over there or cards on it as, you know, but it's all over the place. It's I, all over the place. Yeah. I don't know why I don't buy more of it. I feel like you should still buy some of it because it's still got a version of the, the black night, but of course you're never going to beat the U S I mean, you can even see yeah. magazines, you know, Pokemon cards, everything else is half the price of the U S you know, it's just, that's so true yeah so let's see this oh so, so this beautiful is the box. this is the i guess you could say the uh holy grail of boxes <laughs> yeah on the side not the hobby box yeah which is drives me nuts you can tell on the back too so any of the foreign or italian print it won't be in english it won't look like this it'll have like a bunch of prices on it if you go and check mm -hmm. we also have you know the panini symbols um but the other confusing part is you know this two plus do bonus cards these are the the cracked dice mm -hmm. and, uh, on the side where it says uh two exclusive foil parallels this is the only box you'll see the foil parallels they don't tell you it's a cracked dice or anything like that maybe on the back um i don't even know if it does i you know i don't know if it does maybe. i don't remember it saying so look for legendary cards and hollow foil parallels. So they didn't make this easy. All they said was plus two bonus cards for box. Find two exclusive foil parallels in every box. I mean, so where we didn't open them, there's a reason why we didn't know where they were because they didn't tell you where they were. They hit them in these ones and, you know, they got this one, which is the, uh, the value pack this one i never opened and i never opened the white one i never found it <laughs> i've never opened the white one either i i think that's one of the coolest boxes i got but uh, i i agree I that's cool the, i don't even know what the cards look like what the packs look like inside of those if somebody knows please let me know because i have no idea <laughs> um but this in the series two is the red one um mm -hmm. they have the red version of this um and you can see here it's got that you know plus two but these aren't the foil parallels. This doesn't have that, uh, what is this, on, on two bonus rare cards. Um. okay. And then the backs on these, the non-US or the non, uh, or the foreign print, you'll have the, all those prices in different currencies, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And then I think it does say printed in Italy, right? Um, probably. W will they? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it'll say that. Um, printed in... California. So yeah, this one it, it'll say printed in California. Mm, okay, that makes okay. That that's that's really helpful. Yeah. yeah. And then uh... oh man, we can't even see it all. <laughs> all the white one. Now this one, literally, I never saw it anywhere. I, was it in retail? Like where the fuck would people know. buy I this? I saw it on. I saw it online sell by this car uh -huh. and there's i bought this one at the time for 80 dollars yeah oh. this mm -hmm. one listed right now up on even for 420 bucks from the same place that i bought it for 
<laughs> um, what was weird about this one is the, the prints going the opposite direction, I think. I've noticed it a couple of times. For the seal? Yeah, seal the seal. Oh, yeah. Good call. Because um, I noticed when it was sitting up next to the other ones, I was like, is it just the opposite? That looks weird. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. They go a different direction. Mm -hmm. uh, Does that one say that it has anything exclusive in it? It doesn't say anything. <laughs> it literally just kind of, I mean, it just, you want to take a look there? Oh, cool. Okay. That's the only, and then on the other side, it says the international phenomenon taking the trading card role by storm. Hmm. So this is I, very, I always liked this one because it was very kind of, I don't know, it just seemed rare. I don't know. It just seemed it, kind it, of it does. I um, wonder, I wonder if it was like the first iteration, I don't, I don't you know? know? There's no damn information on any of this stuff, of course. <laughs> Um, I know. Uh, and then you got I gotta the see big white one, which oh, is that's nice. This one, see what this mm -hmm. like big size difference. So this is like the jumbo box. This is the one that ended up getting ripped. Uh, somebody sent it to me. Oh yeah. It's got a rip right here. Granted, mm -hmm. the rip is in a position where it couldn't have been tampered with. You can tell it got torn, kind mm -hmm. of. Uh, but th this is all still real and. If it was any further back or if it kind of looked messed up, I'd be pissed off, but this still looks too pristine to... And at the time, I don't think the guy was, I mean, you can hear all the cards in there. Everything looks sealed. There's no way to get into the bottom. Yeah, I think it's really hard to replicate that Panini. Um, yeah, and th this thing's seal. so tight and the way that it's ripped. If you were going to try to fake this, this wouldn't even look as good. I mean, this is like, you could tell it was just a chunk ripped off. Like even to where this Panini symbol is, it doesn't look like it's odd or all the lines look clean. Mm. But still don't know what's inside of it. I don't know what the packs look like. I don't know. You know what I need to do? I need to start doing some research on the people at Panini behind the Fortnite cards. And I need to, uh, I need to get them on. Because I need all these questions answered. That's what's the most frustrating about all of it is they don't they don't give you any of this stuff. And with how hard it is, it's like damn. And you yeah. all have the, the hobby box for the most part. This you can tell, you know, you got the label there, and this has only the US or English print will have just like this writing here. Everything else is prices on the back side of it. Mm -hmm. Um and then lastly. So this, you know, is series two. This is this for series two, which is why these boxes are so expensive. This, you know, the the cracked ice parallel box. This is just the second series version of it. This is the I'm really box. glad. I'm really glad they made the boxes smaller because those other mega boxes, like the normal ones, there's so much air in it. Didn't need to be. Didn't yeah. need to be that big. It's fairly light. I mean, it's not, it feels about the same way. I don't even know what's, what's in there, but yeah, it's way overdone for what it needed to be. I mean, it looks <laughs> yeah. like you're going to get like a hundred packs in this thing, but. But it's not deceit, like, deceitful. Geez, point, I don't even like holding these things. I feel like I'm going to like this. <laughs> God. Yeah, I know. Seen, I know. I've seen those pictures of like people who have all the old Pokemon cards spread out over this table and there's like hundreds of them. I'm like, are you not terrified you're going to rip one or something? God. 
I feel the same way, which is why I was saying earlier, like, I don't store my cards terribly. Like I store them pretty well, but I feel like I still don't store them like my PSA cards. Yes. My PSA cards. You're graded. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I need to, honestly, I need to find a really nice um, cushioned PSA card case is really where they need to go. Oh, that'd be so nice because I got all of these. <laughs> that's, that's the battle. Like I just, I haven't figured it out yet because it's hard. You got to figure out how to store it, how to organize it and mm-hmm. then going into all your cards and they're just, just all over the place you know it's like how do i know where that one is compared to that one and you want to keep them all nice but they don't fit in any boxes like normal and if you don't have enough of them they fall over on themselves god i know i know and and honestly the thing i've been thinking about too is at some point in a few years i'm going to probably want to invest in some kind of vault or some kind of fire safe honestly i should probably get a fire safe now because i can get something like really quick that isn't crazy expensive and over a thousand dollars, but I'm gonna need some kind of vault because I mean, they're going to appreciate, I mean, even just for the, uh, for the uh, Fortnite cards alone. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Like I, and that's the tough part of boxes. These things take up space. And it's like you get, every day they get more expensive. I'm like, I don't know where to put these things. That's, that's kind of why I haven't been really buying boxes. I haven't been really buying boxes because they're kind of hard to store. It's hard to find space for them. And so like, I know I'm taking a little bit of a loss by not buying them, you know, because like that money I would have put towards the boxes, I'm putting it towards another card that I actually like. But see the thing with the, the thing with the sealed boxes is like, you kind of like you get it and then you kind of just tuck it away. Now for yours, you're able to display it, which is really nice, but, but I don't have that. I mean, that's part of it. You know, I like, that's why I got the display case. You know, I want to display this stuff in a a way that looked like it was, you know, worth (laughs) Uh, treating it what it's worth yeah and i love seeing all the people now i see more and more people all the time getting you know displays and doing nice pictures and getting stands and doing all that and it's awesome Mm -hmm. i love seeing the people with the nice quality photos and the different ways they do it like your video was cool as hell like just the way you edited it and all that stuff Oh, thanks yeah granted i mean this thing i don't always say pictures in it because one is loaded from the side so trying to get everything like centered and it's an absolute nightmare. If I could open up the front of this, it would be a hell of a lot nicer. Oh, yeah. Everything in, but I can literally reach in, align it all, do all that stuff. So it can be quite the pain. But oh. uh, some of it's expensive. So I take it out and lock it away. Because um, mm-hmm. I can't just keep everything down there. You know, I've had a person go over the house and see what I have in here. So <laughs> I move it over to somewhere else. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. So... Well, yeah, I do appreciate you coming on and I appreciate you showing us the, the boxes because that'll be really good for people. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you I get said, those questions, I get them. More than anything. So it's, um, that's pretty much the base of it. Those are the things to look for. Um, and that's why, you know, one box of these is going for vastly more money than the other one. And it's all because of what's inside of it. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, yeah, uh, so much. Well, here, uh, let, let everyone know where they can find you and ask you questions about um, the difference between an Italian and an American. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Modern Card One. Uh, I also have a Facebook. I'm not on it as much. Same name. Um, and 
I got a TikTok as well that I use every once in a while. Um, all under Modern Card Month. So. Yeah, reach out, send me a message. I always uh, like to talk to people on there. I like to hear from different people and enjoy doing it. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. So we'll have to do another. Uh, yeah, we'll have to do another part and it'll be good and it'll be fun. And we'll be talking about how like, oh, okay. So now the promo cards are at 10K. So Yeah, it's kind of the evolution of this from the day we started this, you know, it was kind of like that, at least with Fortnite, it was like, that was the the sign, I guess you could say, you know, we were kind of, <laughs> you know like, who's coming out? Let's see what the hell happens. And seriously. <laughs> seriously, seriously, yeah. Well, anyways, I'm I appreciate. I'm gonna get series three though, because at this point, everyone knows about it. It's gonna be like Pokemon. We're probably screwed in that. Front. We're probably screwed. the The website's probably gonna crash. I'm probably not gonna be able to get any boxes. <laughs> but that's a good problem.